This show is intended for a mature audience only and may contain harsh language, trans fats, live nudes, and derogatory comments about your mother. Those who are easily offended or have no sense of humor are encouraged to turn off the show now. Parental discretion is advised. My enemies are many. My equals are none. They fear me like a force of nature, a dealer in thunder and death. I say, I am Emperor. Celebration of mediocrity. All this energy calling me back where it comes from. It's such a crude attitude. It's back where it belongs. All the little kids growing up on the skids are going Cleveland rocks, Cleveland rocks. Jumping Jean Jean, moving James Dean, going Cleveland rocks, Cleveland rocks. From the shores of Lake Erie to the banks of the mighty Cuyahoga River, live from Cleveland, Ohio, USA, tonight, this is the Emperor's Court here on Versa World Productions, VTWProductions.com. I am your host, the ever-present and ultimate Emperor, joined in studio by Highlander. Always a pleasure. Sir, it has been a week since last we got together. It seems like it's always been a week since the last time we got together. It's kind of odd. I'm looking at our our, our uh, little mic volumes over here. I, I'm projecting just fine. Uh-huh. Go ahead and talk for a minute. Okay, this is me talking. Okay, that's weird. All right, so I, I, All right. I guess it's fine. Okay. I guess these mic volumes sometimes are a little deceiving. Uh, we are actually broadcasting from the new house. Uh, Mystic Mim and, and the Princess Imperial and I moved in officially last Sunday. Um, after the show, we moved everything. It was like a, a, an eight-and-a-half-hour move fest. We just wow. moved everything into this place. That's why there's boxes everywhere. The two spare bedrooms upstairs and a chunk of the basement downstairs are just filled with boxes. I can believe it. So... Uh, as we go along here, you know, over the next, I don't know, 50 years we live in this house, things are going to get put away, but it's actually starting to come together. The living room is a little crowded because we've got the a cart table up here with the uh, microphones and the box and everything else here. I've got my computer desk in here until the basement's done. Construction on that begins Monday. Uh, Varyar tells me that he can actually put the machine together, the Whopper 2 together next Saturday, so he may actually be sitting in on the show. We'll have Fantastic. to see. Fantastic. So I will have put him to work in putting together, because I'm probably going to order the pieces on Monday. We're only $100 away. So I'm willing to bet we're going to be able to make that goal. Uh-huh. Um, the podcast of last week's show went up late because No Wise was busy doing things, and that's kind of more important. Oh, okay. So I imagine our, our podcast listeners would have made up the difference had they had the opportunity. Okay. Would it be fantastic if we hit the $500 mark before the show ends tonight? Yes. Wink. Do I think, uh, well, yeah, wink. Do I think it's going to happen? Probably not. But we're at three ninety-seven. I actually had to send back a, a, a few dollars uh, to one of our donors here who got into some financial trouble and asked for the money back. I said, that's cool. So I sent it back. So we're back, but we're, you know, knocked back about 40 bucks. It is what it is. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to uh, tell somebody, no, too late. You're donated. It's mine. <laughs> no, of course not. So. Uh, I have a story to tell. Actually, a couple stories uh, to really? tell. Remind me, everybody in IRC and you, Highlander, later. We'll do a story time with Emperor. I'll do it later. Okay. Yes. You okay. have something new. 
Yes, yes. I told people uh, earlier in the pre-show, uh, we'll be debuting a brand new segment tonight. I uh, can't guarantee that we're going to keep doing it because it would get kind of redundant after a while. But I hope you enjoy it. Worked kind of hard on it. And I think everyone will like it. <laughs> uh, it's kind of like the Watson thing. It, it, I want to bring Watson back from our interview, but I just I don't want to overdo it. I mean, it was kind of funny when he did it a couple weeks ago. But, right. Uh, we'll see. Maybe next week. You never know. He might call in tonight. I don't know. But we have a whole bunch of topics to get to this evening. Um, let's see. A quick programming notes. As I mentioned during the music uh, intro, the pre-show, VTW has its own world. I don't even know if I want to call it VTW because it's mainly us running it. Um, Ajeev kind of took the, the bull by the horns on the Fantasy Baseball League. Now, I think we did something yeah. like this last year, but I don't know if it was related to the station or it not. It wasn't related to the station, no. It was uh, your work. That's right. And uh, you kinda, couple... I kind of hopped on piggyback. To, right. In it. And ended up third. I was very surprised. Yeah, I got steamrolled. I, I have three quarters of the way through the season, half my roster is injured. Like, you know, fuck this. <laughs> the hell with it. There's always next year. But, ladies and gentlemen, we're opening this up to anybody on the forums. Doesn't matter what show you listen to. Doesn't matter what fan of the shows you are. If you head over to, in fact, none left, I bet we'll uh, toss information for you into IRC. But if not, if he's being lazy, because you never can't tell with those Australians, if you go to the forums, uh, the Empress Court forums has it, the fantasy baseball thread that Majeev started. He's handed the commissioner's ship over to me. Here it is. I'm going to grab the thread. And I'm going to post it. Now, it's it's running through Yahoo. Thank you. And on the left, always Johnny on the spot. Anyways, um, <clears throat> wait. Winora says, the last $100 has just been donated by me. Bullshit. Really? Hang on. All right. We, I got to see. I got to see this. We'll stop everything for a yeah, second. Which would technically mean actually you're $3 short. Okay. I, I'm paying the other grand myself. I'm sure I can cover the extra 3 bucks. Let's see uh, if Winora's blowing smoke or not. I don't know. Holy I'll be look damned. At, look yeah. at that. Wow. No shit. He ain't lying. Wow. Well, folks. Well, there we go. I want to thank you for tuning in tonight. The show's done. I got everything I wanted out of you people. Good I'm out of here. Wow. This. Jeez. No kidding. You guys blow me away. Actually, no. Uh, there's another one here. Euros. I think we're over the mark. Oh, yeah, yeah. Actually, we're over. Let's see. Yeah, 20 bucks. That's enough. Yeah, we're over the mark. Damn. And no kidding. Converting it. You've yeah, I got, but yeah, but I want to see who this is. Right. Wanora is huge. He just donated the last 100 bucks. But I want to see who else donated that just sent this in. Um, yeah, that brings us up to $514. 14, yeah, 14 over. Cents. No shit. I didn't think we'd hit it. I, I really didn't think we'd hit it. That is phenomenal. Onan threw in the extra 15 bucks. He put us over the top. Wow. Jeez. Through the door. <laughs> uh, wow. Yeah. I, what do you, I, I'm kind of at a loss for words the first time in a long time. I'm not really sure what to say. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what to say either. Uh, well, we, we, we did say we would do stuff for you guys, and you, you came through the most, so. I mean, between. Name, name, name your terms, sir. I, <sighs> Wow. By the way, it was Fate that chipped in the money. Uh, I know it just gave me the name, Mr. Bell. It's actually Fate was the one who chipped in. I, I meant to mention that. Sorry, Winora. It's a she. Oh, my whoops. apologies. Okay. I don't know. You can't well, tell me half this stuff. I don't know. It's a, someone in IRC said he. So Thank you, Martyrdom. Emp is now officially contracted to shit your pants. Wow. I will do so one moment. Wait for Highlander screaming, going, ew, and you'll know that it's <laughs> taking place. Uh, wow, that just derailed everything I was going to do. Uh, really? Because you're gonna 
pimp every 20 minutes or something? About no, the- no. I just I, I was in the middle of doing the baseball thing, and then Winora oh, okay. put that out there, and, and then this, and wait a minute. How can that be right? Oh, I don't see it. That's, that's what I thought. Okay, so Winora Unless- is... Uh, okay, is Lenora claiming to be a chick? Yes. Okay, because that's interesting considering what I'm looking at here. But hey, buddy, if you want to call yourself... <laughs> you can call yourself whatever the hell you want after that. <laughs> I'll call you whatever you want. <laughs> uh, All right, so thanks to... Wow, so who was... Contri- it was Onan, it was Fate, Skeptic, and Winora made up the difference and, and put us over the top. Yeah. So look at all the donations for all these people. Jeez. And I've added all the uh, names to the thank you thread. I'll have to add these last the four. The thank you thread? Yes. So the donations are officially closed. Don't send any you more money. You should call folks. it like something like like the protective scrolls because, you know, when, when we... So they're not put on the purge list? Exactly. Like, you know, when, when you conquer the universe, you know, their, their names will be protected and their families. Yeah. Fate. Ooh, internet appreciation. Oh, you know what? Huge thanks to BioAlchemist, too, by the way. He sent us a... Uh, Yes, Winora, you have a boy's name. It's Kyle. That's correct. Yeah, that's we were kind of throwing us for a loop. <laughs> Anyways, Biomed overnighted a nice 64-gigabyte uh, solid-state drive. Oh, did he really? Yes, we have that for the OS now. Wow. For, so we'll put nice. Windows 7 on that. And you, then will, the, you, you will like the solid-state drive. You'll, you'll be kind of surprised at how fast it runs. So that'd be fantastic. Is it Kylie? Maybe that's it. Really no, it's pronounced them? the boy way. So your parents gave you a boy's name. Name. I still uh, don't care because you donated a hundred bucks. So, actually, I'm looking at the address. Uh, I was incorrect. It was not biomed. Um, it was biological. Oh, Shit. whoops! My apologies, biological. Uh, wow, I feel like a <laughs> dick now. That's yeah, so. Hilarious. I yeah, well, so in, biomed. In, you have to give back the appreciation I was giving you. <laughs> Shit, now I feel like a real douche. Biological, um, and he is from Battle Creek, Michigan. Oh okay. So, oh well. You'll you'll still like it either way. I guarantee you. You know what, biomed? You're a staffer here. What the hell have you ever done for the show? Nothing. Why don't you donate some cash? Aren't you rich or something? Give an appreciation. A solid safe drive. What the hell do you want? No, I'm talking about biomed, biological. Oh, okay. See, so, you know, now, now I'm getting. I confused. feel. <laughs> so if you if you want to bio, I don't know if you're listening to the podcast because I don't think you ever listened to the show live. If you want to send me a hate mail, feel free to because now I feel like a real douche. <laughs> Anyways, and that happens on. few and far between. Let, let me tell you. So as it happens, um, back to the baseball thing. Anyways, okay. I, what I want to do is I want to get as many listeners as we can into it. Okay. We have it set for 12 teams right now. I want to set it for 14, so okay. we need seven more. We've got seven. We've got seven. That's including me and you. Right. Uh, Varyar's in there, I, I believe. Um, so that's three. We've got four listeners. I want to make it 14, and I want to. we're going to do a live draft. And I want to do uh, like a broadcast, like a live stream. Okay. Assuming we can get the Whopper put together in time, uh, and we should be able to. Because the season doesn't begin until April 1st, I believe, Correct. or March 30th, something, something like that. Something like that, yeah. So we can have it done. We'll do a live draft like a week before the season starts on a Friday night at like okay. 9. That way everybody can hop on. We can look, run the live stream. And then we'll do like analysis of it and make fun of people who make stupid choices. It'll be fun to watch all the Europeans like draft players you've never heard of. And like, this guy sounds great. He's like, you know, Joe Jennings from the eh, it's not that Akron Arrows. No, oh, it's, oh, it's oh, a numbers you, game. Yeah, you just get the list of, you know... There's all there's websites all over the place that list like the best shortstops, the best fielders, and everything. Then you just you just mark them off as people pick them and just pick the highest one. It's easy to do. You know what? Martyrdom has a very good point, and he's saying so. This is the thanks we get. 
He this is how he treats his fans as we chuck up this money. Uh, he calls one of his family listeners a boy, offers thanks to the wrong fans. What else is going to happen tonight? Uh, you get bounced. Uh, that would be correct. <laughs> so, wow, there's all kinds of shit happening tonight. Martin just got kicked, and he's like donated like four times. Uh, Sorry. I'm sure he's uh, bitching about it out there, but that's where he's doing <laughs> In the it void. out there. <laughs> anyway. And we're back. And Martyrdom's back in. Anyway. <laughs> this is why live shows are so much better than the podcast. Because <laughs> you really, you miss the subtle things. <laughs> uh, so I'm, I'm on week two of... Uh, PX90? P- P90X, yeah. P90X, whatever. Yeah. How's it going? Uh, I've noticed I am getting a little stronger because you have to write everything down. So you have to write your reps and all that. Right. And uh, I noticed this week around I managed to do a few more of everything. So it, slowly but surely, it's it's coming around. Thinking you stick with it the whole time? Absolutely. I mean, if you made it two weeks, I mean, at this Absolutely. point, you're over the hump. It's just yeah, keeping yeah. pace. I know that uh, it takes about three weeks for your metabolism to like really start shifting and changing. Okay. Three weeks of constant exercise. So I'm, I'm two weeks in, so another week, and I should be... Uh, and that's what you right and doing all the... Right, exactly, yeah. What the hell kind of gamer are you doing exercise? <laughs> I mean, maybe if it was like exercise Wii, we'd cut you some slack. I or... had a... Uh, what, the, what the hell is the name of that? I had a, a PS2 exercise routine. And for the life of me, I cannot remember what it is. Yeah, the game that no one bought. Exactly. <laughs> oh, exactly, yeah. No doubt. But I can't remember what it is. But I, I did that for a little while, and that was okay. Anyhow, um, so we do have some topics tonight to get to tonight. Uh, there is a topic that I was actually posted on the 1G forums that was that was interesting to me that I want to bring up to you, Highlander. Okay. It's more of an American issue. In fact, we could probably start off with that real quick. Um, it's not is really it so in much the politics article. and philosophy section? The, no, I think it might be in general. Mechahawk oh, posted okay. I'll have to go take a look. Okay. Let me, in fact, I'm surprised he isn't here tonight in Ventrill. Usually he is. I know I see Buck Wild is here. Divine Justice pops in from time to time in IRC, although I haven't seen him in the last couple of weeks. Let's see. Nope, no. Barry says I can only I would only join the fantasy baseball if I can get Joe Maurer. He is my hero. Well, I mean, if you get him in the first round, I, so. I don't know that I would pick Joe Maurer in the first round. Monar says, "Well, Imp, if I had never listened to the live show, you wouldn't get my hundred bucks." Well, see, there you go. That's my point. It's more valuable to us. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> All right, that is fantastic, though. Five hundred dollars. That is that's I, yeah in in a week. There it is. Now it's in general discussion, so okay. it's a new theory. New theory, and okay. it's an interesting one. And he's got a he's got a, an interesting take, and I'm not entirely sure that I, I agree with it. Oh, Mechahawk posted something in the politics, philosophy, religion section. Of course, he did. I'll have to take a look. He owns that one. I mean, since Arthros is like some are retired from posting, he plays. He just kind of doesn't go after the politics anymore. Gotcha. He buries everybody. He does so. Uh, the melancholy of Harisuzi. I have no Susumia. idea what that is. Yeah, you have. Trust me, you, have you've I? seen it. Like, I mean, well, I'm saying, I'm sure you've seen like AMVs that have it in it. Okay. You just haven't recognized it. All right, all right. It's supposed to be hysterical, and I've always meant to pick it up, but I haven't. Anyways, uh, Megalock posts this theory in the 1G forums. He said, I've got a new theory. It is now my estimation that this coming 12 months will be the biggest year in gaming history in America. The new games being released in the later part of this year will see sales that go higher than any other time in history. That's somewhat of a bold statement, but as I was watching the news recently when they were talking about the possible NFL lockout... And if this lockout does take place, I expect a massive, massive spike in video game sales from bored football fans. What do you all think? No. Uh, I, I could see them going up a little bit because of that, but right. not to the extent that he's talking about. Because, of course, that theory assumes that all, all football fans, fans are, are video game, video game fans, right. which is just not the case. But you've got to add on top of this is the fact that the NBA is also headed into lockout during the same time period, with MLB following the next spring. Mm-hmm. So conceivably, you could have 
all three major sports in the United States locked out doing nothing going nowhere. It's possible. I mean, if nothing else, you're going to have a lot of people pl- probably playing sports games just to get their sports right. fixed. Now, I, I haven't read, so I, I don't want to just say one way or the other. Uh, have Have they said if all the sports, like if if the, the different leagues shut down, are there going to be that year's like Madden and NBA and all that? That I have not heard. And actually, I went looking for it yesterday. Went, excuse me, I got to yawn. Because, okay, well, while you yawn, I'll say, assuming, well, assuming that if they don't have those games, then I would think video game sales might go down because those things sell like, like crazy. Like I would every assume year, that every you year. couldn't make it because, I mean, what the hell are you going to do? I mean, it's, you would, it would be like the look, same game as last year. Yeah, I was going to say, 2011 would be the same as 2010. Nothing changed because exactly. nothing happened during the offseason. Now, the NFL has um, extended the collective bargaining agreement for seven extra days, which I don't understand. From I what I understand, they're so far apart on you know their compromise, there really isn't a point. It's giving false hope to a lot of people. But it's interesting that he, he brings this up, and I could see a lot of people maybe spending it because, I mean, think about it. You have 80-some-thousand, 100,000-some fans that go to each game that now all of a sudden aren't going to be spending money on tickets, on food, on parking, and everything else. Right. And a good majority of those people are going to be sports, I mean, are going to be video game fans. But I don't know if you're going to see a, such a noticeable increase in sales as you're going to see things spike. No, I, I don't think so. Because At least not <clears throat> due to sports. No. I, well, I would think the economy would actually hurt quite a bit. Oh, sh- because, absolutely. Because, I mean, not, not just from people that work at the stadium, but we're talking about all the other peripheral stuff. Like when you, when you go to a game, then when you're done, you go to, you know, insert local sports bar here. Well, obviously right. those people aren't going to go because there's no sports playing. So you've got all those, you know, all those establishments that are losing money. So if, if, if anything, I, I don't know that it would go up. I, I, I don't think so. I don't think if all those sports went down, if all three went down, holy, I don't even know what we would do. Uh, well, what I, would we do if, if all three went down, man, That'd be crazy. I would be bored, and I would be pissed off. I don't know that I'd be bored. Well, I mean, sports are a diversion for me. They're not. They're not life. Like I, I, I have friends where like they live and die with the NFL, right? Or Major League Baseball or the NBA. Me, it's it's a happy diversion. You know, it's on. I'll watch it. If it's not there, I have other interests. I can get by. right. And it's the same. I mean, I have other interests, but I, I am a sports fan, and I do follow them. Sure. Um, I got a nice chuckle when the Cavs beat the Knicks again last yeah, night. Yeah, was, yeah. 3-0 best- against the Knicks. Can you believe it? <laughs> they have not beaten the Cavaliers since December of 2007. I don't know what it is, but I'll take it. Yeah, no kidding. We've got 12 wins, 3 against did, the Knicks. Uh, I, I was watching. Did, did Miami lose to San yeah. Antonio? Yeah, oh, they got killed. Man, they lost by 30 I, am, I am laughing 30 every time. points. Every time. Miami has not beaten any good team. Right. I am seriously starting to think that Miami is going to get bounced in the first round. Well, here's the thing, and, and we'll tie this into the internets here. When you have LeBron James going on Twitter the night before the game against the Magic, this is two nights ago, saying, I have no friends. All I have during the season is me and my soldiers. We are going to war. <laughs> really? <laughs> then he goes out the same night, and he loses to the Magic, and then two nights later he gets steamrolled by the Spurs. Oh, Tim Duncan's washed up. He's got nothing left in the tank. And then he goes and rolls for 30 points. Hilarious. They're discussing the IRC. In fact, uh, I am reminisce to, or remiss to point out the information you need to get into IRC. So let's click on that. Here's how you can get in touch with the guys. Send an email to them at emperor1g at cox.net or join us in IRC at irc.quakenet.org in channel VTW. Why not? We're 20 minutes in the show, right? right? Exactly. Hell yeah. But IRC is actually discussing um, the different games that are coming out this season, and, and there's a lot of good I ones. I mean, there are some good ones. Like, uh, I, I definitely will be buying uh, Dragon Age 2 with my right. birthday money. Which they've mentioned. Uh, at the end of this year, I definitely know I'll be buying Elder Scrolls Five when it comes out November 11th. 
I believe Batman Arkham City comes out comes this out year. this year. Yes. I will definitely be buying that because you know I loved Arkham Asylum. So that's three right there. Dynasty Warriors 7, I'm a a big Dynasty Warriors and RT3K fan. Dynasty Warriors 7 comes out the 22nd of March. You've got uh, Shogun Total War 2 that comes out the 15th. I played the demo, by the way. Um, I will bring it up a little later. I have uh, some impressions of the Shogun Total War 2 demo. A lot of uh, Wargame fans out there have been asking me what I thought of the new game. I'll give you a, a look at Homefront. That's another one. Uh, thank you, Jamal, and bring it up. Homefront. Now, that's, that's, that's where the, the one Koreans with... invade the United States. Right, yeah. yeah. So that's, that's right. kind of... That's like science fiction. Did you, you know, I, I, I wasn't going to include it in with the articles just because it wasn't anything. Did you hear about the thing that happened in San Francisco with, uh, with Homefront? No. No, you no. didn't? Oh, maybe I should have put it in there. Uh, what, uh, what's, what's the name of the company that's uh, putting out Homefront? I cannot remember now. I can't. Okay, well, anyway, uh, that company. Okay. I'm sure someone in IRC will bring it up. But anyway, that company, and it's, it's a pretty big company. What they decided to do was to release like a thousand balloons. They did, they did like a balloon launch in San Francisco. So then what happens is after the balloons, you know, poop out and die, they fall on the ground. Right. And then that's all the people started freaking out because, you know, animals eat all that and then they choke and they die. and Really? All that kind of thing. So, the, yeah. So Only in San Francisco. San, I, that's maybe the, Berkeley. That's the reason why I wanted to bring it up because I knew what your reaction would be. Yeah, everyone in San Francisco was up in arms. Uh, it didn't really matter to me one way or the other. Didn't it's really care. It's fucking San Francisco. Gee, I, if there's anything that needs to break off the mainland of the United States and float away into the ocean, it's the state of California. Take them all with you. People are leaving that state in droves. You know that they were one of the two states that had the most people lost in this last census? People are leaving that state was, was, in droves. Was the other one Ohio? It had to have been Ohio. Ohio lost. Ohio, um, Ohio always loses. Michigan lost, I think, was number one. Oh, Michigan. California well, probably was number two. Yeah. Um, everybody set up to the Sun Belt. Hey, you yourself would go to Orlando in a heartbeat if you could. I would, I would go tomorrow. I'm not yes. going to lie. So there you go. So we're reading up all the different games coming out. The Nintendo 3DS, Pokemon Black and White, Portal 2, Guild Wars 2, Oh, Rift. that's right. Portal 2 is coming yes, out. Yes, that's right. Uh, actually, uh, I think Rift came out this week, didn't it? This past week? Uh, I thought it debuted this week. Yeah. I had not tried it. I haven't even talked to anybody uh, who's played it. I don't, yeah. I, someone was saying that on IRC last week they were playing the beta. I, if, if I'm not playing World of Warcraft, why am I going to play Rift? Right. It's really, really that's, boils down. That's kind of the that's, same boat. That's, that's how they're setting themselves up. If you see any of the... The ads right. online, they're setting themselves up to be, you know, we're the, the anti-World of Warcraft. You're not in the Azeroth anymore. Yeah, exactly. You're the WoW killer. Okay? Exactly. We'll get in line. You're one of a dozen. I'm kind of burned out on the whole MMORPG. I, I just don't, you know, I, I don't care so anymore. So you're like any of so uh, you're not going to play um, L.A. Noir? No. When that comes out? I, I don't think I'm going to play any of them. Uh, you know, and uh, like I said, there's a couple guys in the I've clan heard bad that are, things about that one. are carrying the torch for the, the... I think I mentioned it last week, the Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah, the Star Wars. The I Star don't Wars care. the Old Republic. Uh, I, it's I, I interesting, but man, I don't, you know... If I'm I didn't play Star Trek, though, it's I ain't going like, to play Star Wars. It's, you're starting to spend like 50 bucks a month on if you're going to play WoW, and you're going to play this and that right. and the other thing. It, you know, it adds up after a while. Although I think... I don't know. Is it Rift? I don't know. Or, or one of the ones coming up. You can have like a lifetime subscription. But you have to really? spend like 200 bucks to do it, though. Uh, Nymph says that Rift came out on Friday as well as Pokemon Black and White. Although I believe Rift actually had a, had a start. Um, you could actually start early on that one. Sakani says Rift has over a million subscriptions right now, so it's not failing. Well, well that's okay, not you a know, lot compared Warhammer to Warhammer had a million, too, yeah. and look what happened to that. Lord of the Rings has a million, and nobody talks about that one. Yeah, so... I, no. you know. Talk to me when you're WoW and you have 11 million. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, see, Fred, Star Wars looks promising. I'm sure it does. I like Star Wars. Rebellion mean, I- looked promising, too, and, you know. Oh, that one that I got you to? I remember we yes, used to play we that played one. it. I think we're the only people that played it. We're the only people that ever played Star Wars Rebellion. Yeah. That was, that was a tough one to learn and play. 
you really had to like games to. <laughs> I mean, no games to actually get. And that to was that, that was in the old days when you you know had to figure out how to connect your computers. You know, it wasn't it was just direct you just line. Go on. Yes, direct line. You had to figure out the port numbers and all that crap. It's crazy. And Digit says Rift is a good. Uh, it's good. It's just a wild clone 2.0. It's a darn good wild clone. Lots of polish, taking a lot of things from other games like EverQuest, but it's mostly wow. Well, well that, that's, you know, you, know you, you could say that about a lot of games in the fantasy genre. I mean, how, sure. how many games in the fantasy genre have a big guy with muscles with a sword? Right. You know, all of them. You know? Who has an orc? All of them. Who has elves? All of them. I mean, yeah. Christ. I mean, if you really want to go back, you can say, all right, everybody's been ripping off Tolkien for the last 50 years. Yeah, they kind of have. Yeah. They've been ripping off Ultimate Line, which was the first one out the door. You know, at some point, you just kind of throw your arms in the air. Yeah, okay, well, the entire Warcraft franchise, the entire StarCraft franchise, is pretty much just a rip off everything in Warhammer. Sure. So, I mean, you know. At some point, you just got to kind of stop and say, all right, we get it. Yours is the same thing as everybody else as far as the interface goes. And look, now what do you have that makes you different? What what do you have that makes you entertained? I mean, because you have an MMO. At this point, making a usable uh, interface should be pretty retarded-free. You know, that actually segues into one of the articles I sent for you, if you want to bring that up. Almost like I meant it. I didn't. I know you did But I'll take credit for it. I don't know. Where where is it? Uh, Not that one. Uh, Minecraft, that one. No, 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 no. This one, maybe. No, not that one. Not that one. Although Although that one's interesting. I did hear about that. Yes. There it is. All right. Game Developers Conference 2011. David Cage encourages developers to forget video game rules. Now, this is a blog, so it's, you're going to hear a lot of uh, eyes and things like that. The Game Developers Conference is in large part about game designers getting a chance to speak to the next generation of game developers about how to design and execute video games. I uh, wish someone had told David Cage this before setting him up for a panel at 2011. Uh, David Cage is the uh, man behind uh, uh, Indigo Prophecy and Heavy Rain. Okay, yeah, all right, okay. Heavy Rain, right. There you go, so that, that gets you going with what's going on. Uh, let's get to the part where we actually care about Cage being on the panel with what was meant to establish a street cred 89% score for Heavy Rain on Metacritic yeah everyone loves that 2 million copies sold worldwide which to his credit he noted wasn't actually a big number compared to the AAA titles well yeah Heavy Rain didn't have the same sort of uh, marketing that you know Call of Duty and you know Modern Warfare and all that has uh while I wasn't pleased that his panel began as a virtual press kit for Heavy Rain, I'd have preferred it if Cage had stuck to the vein of discussion rather than move on to launching an assault on the entire video game industry that didn't even make sense much of the time. <sighs> to wit, Cage argues that most video games are designed for teenagers. Here we go. Here's the getting the meat of it here. Cage argues that most video games are designed for teenagers because they're based on violence and physical action, i.e. shooting or platforming. He felt that this makes video games meaningless and emotionally limiting. On the first point, I, that's the writer of the article, believe that the average age of the gamer nowadays is around 35 years old. What do you think about that? That's, I'd say it's average because we are the Nintendo generation. Yeah, we I, are the I Atari generation. On the second <clears throat> point, we can identify plenty of games that involve typical mechanics by Cage's definition, which, certainly, which most certainly don't fit his description, like Half-Life 2, Enslaved, Odyssey to the West, and Mass Effect 2 immediately come to mind. Glimmers of valid industry criticism broke through Cage's panel now and again to a point video games have been based on the same paradigms for 30 years, and I do agree with that. Technology might actually have advanced far quicker than game design principles. These points become frustrating when Cage then responds to his concerns by advocating a complete abandonment of video games as we know them. And I quote from some of the PowerPoint slides that accompanied his lecture. Uh, One of them says, Game mechanics are evil. 
And here we go. Forget video game rules. Mechanics, levels, bosses, ramping, points, inventory, ammo, platforming. That's right, inventory. I did did do that, didn't I? Nice. Damn it. Ammo, platforms, missions, game over, and cutscenes are things from the past, according to him. Questioning Uh, convention is healthy and often bears the fruit of creative innovation, but Cage's solution is instead to make writers and art designers the god of game development, his words, from which all the decisions flow. There's a reason why the video game industry is tapping into Hollywood screenwriting talent to craft the stories in games like Homefront, which we just talked about, and Enslaved. Narrative writing is a specialized skill. I would hazard to guess that most of the students in the audience today were not writers. Most of them were likely game designers and animators and 3D artists, etc. Asking them to assume the role of lead writer is like asking the writer of a video game development project to instead sit in for the 3D animator for the day. It doesn't work because he or she lacks the specialized skills they require. Well, now see, I will say that he has a valid point in that... uh I think a lot of games would do a lot better if they were more, uh, ri- you know, more storyline driven. And right. in other words, you craft the story ahead of time. And, and maybe I'm a bit naive. Um, I don't know a whole lot of game developers uh, per se, but the ones I've yeah. talked to usually was, you know, the people that develop the game or design it aren't usually have anything, you know, have no knowledge of actual, you know, level production or, you know, 3D art. What they do is they write out exactly what they what they <clears throat> want it to look like in their imagination, right? And then they, you know purvey that to somebody else who then builds it. Right. So I can understand his point where you want somebody to actually be a writer to write everything out first and then design it. Uh, but again, if he's lecturing to a crowd that aren't writers to no. do this, yeah. then it kind of defeats the purpose. Right. And I don't agree with necessarily his forget the video game rules. Look, you can't, I mean, there's got to be a game over. There's got to be a consequence to everything. You lose. This is just like real life. Sometimes you win and sometimes you lose. Mm-hmm. You can't just have a game that, that perpetually goes on and you never actually have a chance of losing because then what's the point of playing? Nothing ventured, nothing gained. All right? Uh, mechanics, levels, bosses, ramping points, inventory, ammunition, platforms, missions, and cutscenes. Well, then what the hell else is there? You have to understand, if you make things too weird, too radical, you're going to turn people off. Humanity, you know, humans are creatures of, of habit. They like their comfort zone. They like doing certain things. Now, that doesn't mean you can't revolutionize, and that's something I'll bring up, uh, actually, when I do the, the Shogun Total War 2 breakdown uh-huh. next uh, next half hour, uh, after the 7 o'clock hour. But at the same time, that doesn't mean you take everything that people are, are familiar with and throw it out the window. Because when you do something like that, people get pissed, they're going to be very uncomfortable, and they're probably not going to give it, you know... I have a chance. Mm-hmm. Continuing on. Uh, let's see. We're almost done with it, too. Uh, when Cage says that we shouldn't tell stories... Oh, did I do that right? Yeah, no, I didn't do that. When Cage says that we shouldn't tell stories from cutscenes, I can just roll my eyes and think about the tons of cutscenes in Heavy Rain. But when he wound up turning the latter part of his panel into a lecture that sounded more like one of my screenwriting classes in film school versus a discussion of game design, I just wanted to stand up and say, I know those who can't do teach... But the story in Heavy Rain wasn't very good, Mr. Cage, so why are you presuming to lecture this audience about how to tell stories? Toward the end of his lecture, Cage mused about, Cage mused aloud, is Heavy Rain a video game? I don't know, and I don't care. Nice. And that's precisely the problem. Heavy Rain was an adventure game at best, but if we're just going to call it interactive drama, or whatever genre Cage would like to coin for his work, he may just as well say he's creating digital choose-your-own-adventure books. I wouldn't call those games either. Well, I mean, if you think about it, when you get right down to the very basics, that's what most of these are, are choose-your-own-adventures. Right. I mean, do you take this mission or that mission? Do you go left or do you go right? You know, if I attack this thing, then this consequence happens, or I can turn around and run away. I mean, most games, most good games give you options where it's not a linear storyline. You have a bit of flexibility. Right. And at the same time, I'm not really sure I understand where this guy is going. I think what he's basically trying to do is 
you know, wring his hands and shake his finger at the establishment saying, I know best because I'm not one of you. And because I've done successful games, this is what you should do. Ignore everything else, throw it all out the window. Well, no, that, that, it doesn't work that way. This is a little different medium necessarily than, say, movies, where you don't have to necessarily follow a formula and people can still kind of, you know, click along. There's a difference between dropping eight, you know, eight bucks or ten bucks on a movie, suspending your reality and trial following along where the director's taking you, as opposed to dropping fifty bucks plus thirty hours of your time to try and figure out what the hell the person who designed the game is trying to get across to you. Mm-hmm. I mean, one of the biggest problems that people have with the Connect is the fact that there's nothing universal. There's nothing uh, uniform about it as to how this game goes or how you know this controller works and have you. And it's turned a lot of people off to the Connect. Now, it's not to say it's not successful, but there has to be some kind of uniformity to it. I mean, first-person shooters have to have certain things. You have to have ammunition. You have to have, you know, limited resources. Because if you don't, if you have unlimited resources, then what's really the point in playing? You can just, like, hold on the button and run through the entire level, just spamming everything as you go. Right. I understand what you're saying. I think it would have been better had he said, instead of, don't do these things, if he gave us examples of, do these instead. Well, there, there, I've, I had read another article about this particular panel at the Game Developers Conference, which was more positive. I can't remember where it was. Obviously, this one was negative. Clearly. But uh, the, the tact that they took with that article was the part where, talking about how David Cage felt that games are marketed more towards teenagers, where the average gamer is 35, mm-hmm. and encouraging you to make games for adults rather than teenagers. Which makes sense because we have more disposable income than teenagers. Right. However, I mean, a teens and like I think it's like eighty eight percent. They said I'm trying to remember what exactly what uh, the stat was and where I saw it. I was like eighty eight percent. This is just a couple of weeks ago of people ages thirteen and over play games, or like thirteen to eighteen or thirteen to twenty play video games of one kind it. or another. Yeah. Now that may be anything, and they don't really define video games. Is it like a computer game? Is it a console? Is it just on your phone? I mean, because it really makes a difference. Probably everything would be my guess. That would just be my guess. I don't know. For people who are interested, this is a blog. It's on G4TV.com, which I now get, by the way. Oh, you you finally got it? Yes, I have it. Oh, okay. Uh, Dennis Samika, S-C-I-M-E-C-A. That is uh, his his blog. blog, Yeah, Yeah, no, I have it. I think I've got it for two years because I locked into Cox Cable. I locked in the rate. Oh, I don't know if it's okay. that or three months or how that works. But I, yeah, we've I, got I, it. I tell you something. I was just at my grandmother's house programming her remote control. Right. She just got DirecTV. Yeah. Not bad. Uh, Cheap and she's got a ton of channels. I couldn't believe it. The problem is the weather because we, I mean, Mystic Mim had it at her house. She hasn't her had a house. problem yet. Mystic Mim had it, had it at her old house and it would go out all the time. Rain, okay. wind, snow. So we decided not to go that route. Okay, fair enough. But no, you're right. It is much cheaper than cable. That's correct. Yeah. Their internet sucks. And I think actually... Well, my, my grandmother's 86 okay, years old. Right. She doesn't so, do the internet. Yeah, Dish One doesn't have it. And I think direct... Or one of them does, one of them doesn't. Um, actually, I'm hoping to have WrestleMania here at the house. Won't that be cool? Oh, that would be different. Yeah, so watch it on the high definition. Although, when does WrestleMania happen? Uh, End of March? Coming up, it's coming up pretty quick, if I remember correctly. I don't know if the base will be done by then, um, so we may have to watch it up here in my reclining furniture. Um, checking back in at IRC here to see what everyone's been talking about. Uh, first thing I see is Fate saying, got to admit, he's talking to a leaf, that Square isn't where it used to be. Oh, well, well no. clearly, no. You can you can point to one particular thing that... Uh, yes, Final that Fantasy, that. Final Fantasy of the Spirits Within. They spent tons of money on that. No yeah. one went to see it. When they lost a boatload of money on that and kind of forced them into having to you know, explore the merger with Enix, and that 
that pretty much put the kibosh on. Which on is Square. really a shame. I, obviously, it must have been the story because gravity. That came out in two thousand one. Yes, those look amazing. They're, yes, they're, the visuals are amazing in that. The storyline did suck. It was terrible. Yeah, yeah. So, but the visuals, holy crap! Right. for two thousand and one. Jeez. Face the cutscenes in uh, Metal Gear Solid Four were cropped together. It looked like a uh, Tarantino flick. Well, and you know what? That's that's kind of the point too. I was trying to make is if it's some games where are storyline driven, kind of need those cutscenes because they really do add a lot right. to the story. Right. But I mean, there 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 could be a way to do. It. I mean, once I mean, I think games are starting to get to that level now, where you don't necessarily need a cutscene. You can just do it all in the game. You could. I mean, I mean, and that I think yeah. might be a little more organic. It might be a, a little better than having to. You know, you're playing the game, and then you see the screen go black, and he's loading, and then he goes right to the yeah. You know. Yeah, I could see if it's if you're re- if, if you're if really you're getting suspend, into it, right? Yeah. If your reality all of a sudden is longer suspended because of the loading screen, I can see your yes, point. Yes, yeah. and you're so. Uh, apparently, it's April third is WrestleMania, so oh, okay. Uh, there's an outside chance, possibly, maybe, it's perhaps the, the day after my sister's birthday. The uh, basement might be done, but. I don't know. Uh, Two days after the home opener. A season opener, sorry. Our season opener is April 1st? April 1st. Wow. Well, if I mean, that doesn't mean something, there I don't you know go. What that is. <laughs> Tweeter is now known as Tweeter ZZZ. So this bastard went to sleep while we're on the air. Who the hell is this shitbag? He's going out. I don't, unless he's a donor. I don't even care if he's a donor. Are you going to go to sleep during my show? Get the hell out here. Here, go. Go Reason sleep why. somewhere else, you bum. Lick my. Yes. Done. <laughs> Lick my boom. There you go. I hope he's not somebody important. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> Martin, so compared to uh, the linear... I don't even know if that's Is a that word. Is that even a word? No. Dude, l- compared to how linear any Final Fantasy... Of any Final Fantasy from 10 onward to the massive exploration available from 1 through 9. Well, you know what? And I said that... And you can vouch for me, because we were actually playing this game. I said, Final Fantasy X is like Final Fantasy for retards, because you just kind of go in a line. You, know, you don't explore anything. Yeah, you don't really go around to wherever you want. Even, um, yeah, 7 still... I mean, they, it basically told you where it is you had to go, but there was no... You know, you weren't hemmed in like you had to go that right. way. You could just go around if you wanted to. Yeah, 8, 9, I guess it was even like that. 10, 11... Final Fantasy... Was Final Fantasy twelve like... I guess Final Fantasy twelve was like yeah. that. Yeah. 13, I never really got into it. Ugh, I just... Oh, man. I I wish I had that money back. So disappointed. So disappointed Final Fantasy thirteen. I didn't like the story. I'm, I, I think I'm just getting sick of Japanese RPGs. Because it seems like it's just the same damn thing over and over and over again. I, I think that's why I liked Elder Scrolls and Dragon Age so much. It was something different. Right. I mean, maybe it was like... But they, typical... weren't, they weren't JRPGs. No, they That's weren't JRPGs. Yeah, yeah. And maybe they were like a, a typical Western fantasy setting. But at least it was something different. I, I liked the, the mechanics a lot more, and the story was good. It was a good meaty length, especially Oblivion. Holy crap. Played that thing for like over 100 hours. Unbelievable. Which is why, which is why I was so disappointed in Fable 3. I was listening to... Casually hardcore, actually. I don't usually listen to other people's shows, right. but I did happen to listen to them. And one of the girls on there, I don't know your name. Uh, if, you, if you know who you are, you know, I apologize ahead of time. But she was talking about how much she liked Fable 3. That she, and she was talking about the story and everything like that. Right. And I could agree with her to a point. I mean, the story wasn't bad, and what you did wasn't bad. But ultimately, the, the problem was there wasn't enough of it. You know, if, if you're going to throw down all that money for a game that... You know, an RPG, which normally you expect to take right. a certain period of time. You know, it's not like a shooter or a 
puzzle game where you can, you know, you just beat it and you, know, right. you burn kinda, through yeah. it in five hours. You're, you're, you're kind of expecting a, a, a meaty game, something that's going to take you a long time to beat. And I, I, I blew through it in two days. And I was like, really? Did I just spend 60 bucks on a game? <laughs> or anything else? I just, I just beat in two days? I mean, granted, I did not do every single little piddly side quest thing. Right. But, I mean, I'll compare that, you know, Fable 3's side quest to, say, uh, Elder Scrolls 4, which is, you know, a, almost five years old at this point. Sure. But they had, you know, they had the main quest, which took about 20 hours. Then they had, like, four main side quests. Each one of them alone was longer than Fable 3 and could have been a game in and of themselves. So really, it's all I you're getting. I think it's a different design philosophy at this point. Yeah. I mean, you're talking about a game that's five years old versus what's coming out today. It, it's bang for your buck. Because ultimately what people are doing, they're buying the game, rushing through it, beating it, and then immediately trading it in for something else. That's really what's, what's happening here. And I know a lot of people in the industry are upset with the, the fact that they're losing out on that market, you know, uh-huh. the traded in market. It's the same you know, with cars and everything else. You, you know, these companies don't get any payback on a resold game. But, I mean, I think that's what's happening in a lot of these is they just rush through it. They just want to beat it, get to the end. I mean, look at the Let's Plays. People don't even buy the damn game anymore. Yeah. They just want to see how it ends. That's true. So, you know, that's see, for, it's unfortunate, but I yeah. think that's just the way things are going. That's I, the way we're headed it's down. It's a shame. I, I, think, I think games need to concentrate more on the journey than trying to hurry up and get to the end. You know, the, the, the game is in the journey. The game is in, especially RPGs. More than anything. Right. I mean, maybe even, you know, first-person shooters to a certain degree, they're, they're certainly starting to get, you know, major story elements and, you know, this, that, and the other thing. But especially with RPGs, I mean, the, the story is everything with an RPG. Biomed, wham, bam, thank you, Square Enix. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, there you go. Yeah. I mean, I'm personally, I, I, I would play a game with, you know, mediocre, you know, controllability and, you know, menu options and things if it had a great story. But, I mean, you can have, you know, the best design all you want, but if the story sucks in an RPG, I'm not going to play it. I'm not even going to touch it. It's not worth it. It's, it's just not. I, I, why why, why bother go through all that, you know? Why bother putting yourself through But at the same time, if the game control sucked, then what's the difference? Well, I'll just read a book. If I want a good storyline, I'll just pick up a book. That's eight bucks as opposed to sixty. The control sucks True. so bad that I don't care. Well, I'm, look at Rebellion. Do you want, okay, we'll bring this up from a game earlier. Okay. Star Wars Rebellion is a game that you and I played. We, we mentioned this. Yes, one of the worst war games ever brought out. Oh, I mean, it's horrible. One of the uh, you know it's in the clunky, very pit of the Lucas far films. too complicated than it right. needed to be. Yeah. Yes, a game that had plenty of potential, had an interesting storyline. The gameplay sucked. Sure. And it ruined the game what could have been a huge. They didn't correct it until years later with uh, Empires at War. Right. With Star Wars. Um. Oh, speaking of which, I did find my Avalon Hill Empire at War. Did you really? Yes, I've got it. Oh, Everything, including the alternate rules. We got to find some. We got to find man. some people. We got to find some real hardcore nerds. Want to play uh, that game? I think that's that right Rod will probably do it. Varya will probably do it. That's four. We need what seven? I'm trying to remember. We like, need I'm, Spain. What What's the minimum amount needed? Ottoman, Spain. You need France, France. You, we, you Russia, need France, Austria, you need, Russia, yeah. England. That's seven. So you need seven to play. Yeah. And then if we really wanted to, you can make Poland and Sweden playable. Although, having played Poland, I'll tell you that's a <laughs> shitty game. You played <laughs> Poland? Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, the rules right. are that you couldn't do anything unless the Russians allowed you because you're a Russian protectorate. So you just kind of sit in there doing nothing turn after turn. You, know, you don't even have a, a diplomacy phase because you can't talk to anybody. You need permission from Russia to, to wow, negotiate. Like, that's crazy. Fuck this. I'm going home. <laughs> I'm not wasting my Saturday night. I can't do dick. <laughs> wow. Well, if, if you get that, you probably need you should probably laminate that. Uh, oh yeah, the map. Yeah, laminate the map so you can mark everything down. Emp tastes like chicken, really. Now, now I, I think well, I everybody think knows those. What I taste like it. Probably. I think perfect, those so. would be interesting videos if we actually got enough people playing. 
Really? You think anybody's going to care about uh, giant stacks of troops and well, dice rolling? You would have to edit it, of course. But obviously, right. uh, the, the the diplomacy phases phrases diplomacy phases would be amazing. I mean, people would love seeing that. The backs. You could make a reality show out of the backs. Absolutely, back- it's like a reality. We'll show. call it diplomacy phase. <laughs> and, then, and then, and then, all you do is you just kind of you know you you cut to them actually attacking. Then you you, you cut out the part where we have to look up in the in the book because all we always the forget. rules. Yeah, yeah. We always forget. You can't remember all those rules. It, it's impossible. And then you just cut back to the the dice roll or the whatever, and then you just shoot, you know, show what happens. I think I think it'd be fun. If it, was, it would be long, but it would be fun. Isn't Avalon Hill gone? I thought they were. Yeah, they got bought up by another company. But I, th- I thought I saw an advertisement for them in like 2006. Well, maybe, you maybe know, let me that pull company... Up Wikipedia I'm curious to see if... Because Avalon Hill, for those who don't know, is one of the... Like SSI was, was one of the um, great war game creators, board war game creators uh, in the country. Problem is that to really play one of those games, you have to commit like six months of your life. Yeah. Like, and the rules are so complicated. Like Empires in Arms, the one we're talking about, it's got like a 60-page rulebook. Ridiculous. Avalon Hill was a game company that specialized in war games and strategic board games. Their logo contained their, the initials AH. It's often referred to in this abbreviation. It's also published occasional, blah, 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 blah. And had there a popular it is. Answer. It is now a division of the game company Wizards of the Coast, which is itself a subsidiary of Hasbro. Man, Founded in 1954. Wizards owns everything. So yeah. Well, you know, Hasbro, Hasbro does. Wizards, yeah, yeah, there you go. Well, they did that back when I worked for a gamekeeper way back when. I remember. I remember when that uh, Hasbro yeah. bought them out. So, we would, yeah, but we would need seven people to, to want to sink in. God, we'd have to do it on like a Saturday or a Sunday. Well, we probably a Sunday because we're doing yeah, the show on Saturday. Saturday. We do the show, right? And we're not going to do the show about the whole game. Right? No, it's ridiculous. No. So maybe, yeah, maybe like on a Sunday. Because what we used to do on a Saturday is we'd go up to the store and we'd start at like one o'clock and go to like nine, and we might play two turns, three turns, maybe. Yeah. So it depended on what was going on. Or maybe like a Friday night and we just, you know, whatever. So. I don't know. We'll have to figure it out. Man, I, I would love to play that game. You pissed everybody off, too. Like, well, I, I, yeah, me. that's right. <laughs> I, I pissed everyone off because he was France. I don't know. How, how did you finagle being France? Uh, that's a good question. I don't remember how I did I don't that. know how. But anyway. This, France, it's Napoleonic War, it, right. to give you an idea. Yeah. It takes place from like, like 18. Starts in 1800, I think it is. And or it goes 18, to 1815. Right. Or the there's the alternate rules we played. which Where you were, just keep going. It was a godforsaken mess. You start in like the French Revolution because you may not get Napoleon. You may not become empire. Oh, you may become okay. a monarchy. You may become a republic, and it really depended on what you got. God, that was a mess. Well, but screw, no, we, screw the alternate rules. It's right. hard enough playing the regular. No rules. shit. Yeah. So, <laughs> but anyway, uh, France is obviously if Napoleonic era. France is the most powerful country, right? And pretty much what the what the deal is is France does what France wants to do, which is basically take over everything, and then the person who plays Great Britain has to get every other country together to stop France. Basically trying to, you know, follow what history actually happened. But it didn't quite work out that way, though. Not, not, the, way <laughs> we, not, not the way we played. I, he played France. I played Prussia. Uh, Prussia in the Napoleonic era is a wimp. They suck. They are horrible. They can't do anything. They've got one general. He's actually a marshal. But he's not really that great to begin with in the first place. Right, Blucher. Yeah. So, based since we were already friends, I was like, "Well, I'll just ally with France, and that'll be, you know, that'll be good." <laughs> well, apparently, it, uh, Prussia allying with France is like telling all the other players that their mother is ugly because <laughs> because holy crap, man, they were on me like white on rice. All I mean, the they time. hated they his hated guts. me, and I beat England. Remember, I got the what was it? Mingus played Russia, and it was like John was playing England. I forget it was playing Spain. I got Spain and Russia to go along with me. Uh-huh. We had a massive naval battle. We sank the English navy. He was p- 
pissed. I remember he picked up a spiner, he threw it across the the table, stormed out of the out of the store. Yeah, that was crazy. Came back next week, but you're right. And they were pissed at you because they needed Prussia, they needed the army to take on the French. Right, because I'm because I'm, I'm bordering on France, so you know it it would make sense if I can invade France, I'm at least tying down some of his units. So obviously that never happened. That's where if if you've ever heard the show before, right, get the blaze of glory quote. That's actually what happened. There's there's a phase in the game called the diplomacy phase, where basically everyone splits up, and if you want to talk to another country, you've got like 15 minutes or you know whatever you know whatever's agreed right upon. and you basically you you kind of wheel and deal and you backstab other people and that's really where the game gets very fun but anyway uh the player playing austria came to me and said come on you, you you've got to help us out here dude this is you know you can't just be france's bitch all the time and i was like look i understand what you're saying but i'm prussia i can't you know i, I can't do anything I, it makes sense for me to ally with this with the most powerful country he's not going to invade me i would have steamrolled so, you first so he was so he was like, come on, you know, it's Prussia's job to, you know, to go into France and to, to mix up with France. And I'm like, well, what am I supposed to do? I'm Prussia. I'm, I'll lose. And Austria, I swear to God, the guy playing Austria looks at me and says, well, yes, you will, but you'll go that down in a blaze of glory. glory. <laughs> and I was like, really? That's your, that's your pitch? <laughs> I'm going to get knocked out of the game first? And I just walked away after that. that oh, was, what that the hell ridiculous. was his name? Um, I don't remember his name. It's the only time I've ever seen him. So I, I, I don't remember his Sean. name. Sean. John, I'll take yeah, your he word was, for he was playing Austria remember. because yeah, because Russia wanted to come down and help him against me, right? But he couldn't pass through Prussia because you wouldn't give him permission, and they were afraid you were going to invade Russia. Yes. So I destroyed the Austrian army in a big and yes, forced a surrender. I, I believe you actually formed the Confederation of the Rhine, Rhine before which, the game stopped. I, we've never completed no the game ever, yeah. because usually it turns into one of those you know you're playing Monopoly at four in the morning and. You just flip the table. They're like, fuck this game. That's <laughs> exactly what fuck happened. Leave, you, know? you know, one or two backstabs too much, and people are like, I'll never talk to you again. And they fucking leave. <laughs> They're all pissed. So most epic game war game would be Emperor versus Pokemon. I would kick the hell out of those little animals. What the hell do I care? You just probably would. Anyways. That would be fun. That, that's, that, that, that was a great it's, time. It's called Empires in Arms. Someone asked right, me Empires in Arms. Empires in Arms. It's a, it's a board game. By it's Avalon a, Hill. It's, it's a out of print, board game. but um, I I was lucky to get myself a copy um, back when the the owner of this of this hobby shop was actually playing it. He was actually involved in this. God, that guy was a weasel in every game he, was. he played. He it didn't was. matter who he was; he was a weasel. He was. But he carried a couple of copies of the game. He actually tried buying out Avalon Hill when they started. Are you going serious? Up yes, he did. I didn't know that. Yes, uh, Skatepod made a pitch to buy out Avalon Hill. Um, or what did least, he do for a living that he had all that money? That. Ran the stores. Man, he must have been uh, raking I, it in or well, like okay, living frugally. Well, okay, but he didn't because obviously he didn't have enough money to do it. Okay. Um, uh, and I don't know if he's trying to buy their – I don't remember the story if he's trying to buy their back stock or if he's trying to buy out the name. But I know after – it was because of that game that he tried. I know he at least was was uh-huh. looking to make a pitch to buy them. So <laughs> Pepsi can hits Mewtwo. It's super effective. Critical hit. Mewtwo fainted. <laughs> 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 Product placement. <laughs> No, it says Imp on the air. Have you already catch all the new Pokemon? The no, okay. we don't play Pokemon. Actually, actually, you used to play Pokemon yes, way back because I work for the company. Right, exactly. But I, I'm trying to think. Have I ever even played any of the Nintendo? I don't think I've played any of any of the Nintendo games. I played. I've, Stadium. I've seen it, so I, I understand. Yeah, I, you, you had me play. Stadium Scott had a Stadium. Of yeah, Baron. That's does. right. But I'm talking more about the the Game Boy, the you know the red, the blue, the green, yellow, you know all that kind of stuff. To give you an idea how big Empires and Arms is, um, you would need, I think, what is it, like an 8 by 8 foot table? 
That's how big the map is. Yeah, at at least. Eight eight foot by eight foot. The biggest war game I've ever seen played uh, on a map was... I went with my dad because he used to go on Sunday nights with his war game buddies. And they would do this in uh, one of their basements. Uh And they custom built. They spent six months. They threw out all the rules and they redrew all the rules themselves. Oh. And they took two games, um, which was War or Victory in the Pacific. And they took a race for the Rhine, which was the war in Europe. They threw out all the rules, wrote all new rules, built two custom tables, 12 feet by 12 feet, one for that map and one for the Pacific map. Jeez. And they played that for two and a half years before they finally ended it. Wow. And I went with them a couple times. These things were huge. These games were awesome. I would never have the time to invest in something like that, but... As for the Pokemon, I only knew the first 150. Once they started adding it beyond that, I couldn't tell you. Yeah, so I don't know. Yeah. Uh, and it says, Imp, don't tell anyone, but Highlander owns every version of Pokemon ever, even green and Chaos Black. Okay. Is Chaos Black a color? Uh, No, green is a color. I always kind of like how they're like, we've got to keep the franchise going. Let's make up some colors, like <laughs> Spider-Ass Green or, you know, you know African Brown. Exactly. I know this is <laughs> African Brown. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, uh, I had our uh, a Baron had Stadium for the N sixty four. Yeah, it was N sixty four, and that was you, kind you, of you. The only person I knew that had an, had an N sixty four. I didn't. He did. I had the oh, PlayStation. Okay. Yeah, I had a PlayStation. As well. He was bound and determined to keep with, this, with the Nintendo franchise. Of course, he's like fourteen years old or you know twelve uh-huh. years old. What the hell did he know? He dumbass, and he bought this system that sucked. Uh. So. GameCube was okay. Game, GameCube was better. Never bothered was, with it. It was a, a stepping stone to the Wii. The Wii, but uh, you still couldn't play any DVDs or CDs in it because they had those little teeny discs. Right, those the mini discs. In fact, I, I think I bought my GameCube. I bought it used for like forty bucks just to play. Uh, what was that game? Eternal Darkness. Oh, okay. Yes, yeah. I love that game. I think just like I bought my uh, Dreamcast just so I could play Soul Calibur. I got a GameCube just so I could play my Game Boy Advance games on the big screen because I hate little, I hate handhelds. Ah. Um, and I got it for like five bucks. So I'm like, okay, there you go. Can't beat that. So Asian yellow. <laughs> Terror- See, Af- okay. African brown. I'm, I'm not, not the, the racist, racist prick. <laughs> Emperor. It's not. I, it's oh, not just moving Just on. wait until the quickening. <laughs> just wait until the quickening in about two hours, sir. Uh, apparently, Cast Black is not an official version that only exists on the PC. You should play it. The Pokemon look like an acid trip. Okay, so apparently Nymph 2 owns all the Pokemon. And apparently he knows what acid's like because it's like an acid trip. I'll I don't know. I'll, I'll take your... I will bow to your expertise on the matter. So I, I have very little interest in playing, in playing Pokemon. I, I never understood it. I liked... The card game, only because I get to stomp on little kids and take their cards and resell them. Yes. I made a shitload of money off those cards. Yes, Martyrdom, Eternal Darkness, much nostalgia. One, one of my favorite scary games. One of my favorite horror games of all time. Definitely in my top ten. Really? Oh, yeah. Hmm. Loved it. That, 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 remember, that was the one where uh, you got crazier. Yeah. And then uh, the game would just start doing stuff on its own. Because your character was starting your character to was going it. crazy. Yeah. Like, it would pretend to turn itself off or flip everything upside down or awesome. Bio says, you know when Highlander is always telling you, just wait till tonight's quickening. It's going to be brutal. <laughs> How brutal is it this week, Highlander? Was it as, as nasty as last week? Um, is it, is it, well, it's tough to say because it's everyone else that determines how you know the nastiness. I can say that there's probably some good nasty stuff. Okay. Well, that, yeah. there you go. Sky's for Cadia. I just write what I think is funny and hope everyone else does too. I I can't cater to everyone else. I just you know because I, I don't think know you what, cater to anybody. Because I, I I don't know what you all what off everyone the likes. world on a regular basis. I just write what uh, I, I know the Australians will be pleased tonight. 
again, they'll be getting uh, payback in, in, in a matter of speed. Uh, okay, because I know you kind of ripped them a good one last week. Kinda. Yes, <laughs> I was being polite. Right. Uh, Stop Pokemon Sapphire and Ruby. I played Pokemon Yellow, which was red and blue combined. If I remember right, that's the only Pokemon I ever played. Uh, okay. Other yeah, than screwing around with Stadium with Baron, only because I was bored. Right. And I, I, you know, it's pretty stupid. You like click a button and you see a stupid little mm-hmm. animation and then the damage pops up. It's like, you know, Ogre Tactics. It's the same thing. Anyway, so we're at the seven o'clock uh, hour. Uh, this, this, I'm starting to lose it. Already? It's only one hour into it. Yes. I know. Right. It's a long, hey, it's been a long week. Kill, you know, whatever. Anyways, we want to play this now or in the second hour? Um... You know, let's play now because we play in the second hour. Then it's it's the best of, and then followed by the real thing. Okay. So it's kind of an awful lot of the right. same thing. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, none left. Our IRC bitch and show contributor spent a lot of time in trouble and wanted to, me to tell the listeners, "Fuck all of you," because only like three people in IRC helped actually pick out what these were. But apparently, he's done a best of the quickening for the first year we've been around. Uh, it's about thirteen minutes long, so we'll take up the entirety of this break. I'm, I'm rather curious. I've not heard this at all, so I'm, I'm curious to see what everyone shows as their favorite question. Well, apparently only three people helped. The rest of it was none left. That he picked his own. So okay, well, fair enough. Very. He would like to make another one, but he really requires you people actually contribute and say, "Hey, I liked this question," or "Hey, I liked this episode," so we can go back and look. So there you go. When Orr says, wasn't the first show in the new house going to be an all-nighter app? No, that's no the, the first the, in the new studio. Right, we're not be in, in the war room. Yeah, we're not. Uh, we're temporary studio. Right. Okay, we're in the living room instead of the basement. Once the basement's finished, the war room's done. Oh, yeah, we'll do that. I'm calling off Monday because I'll be a zombie on Sunday. If you're calling it the war room, I, I expect to see a giant map right, yeah, with, I've already, with like wooden things and big poles. You move stuff. I'm there. trying to find a countdown clock I can put in there. And I like to nice. get, I'm trying to find a couple like uh, like like World War II German uniforms. I have a couple of buddies of mine, just like one with the the headset and mic on, like you've got now. Uh-huh. So I can just take a picture of them, like pushing stuff across the map. If I tell you what, if we ever set up the empires in our map, uh-huh. that's what we'll do. Nice. We'll have guys dress up and we'll have them pushing stuff, and we'll just take a video of the war room. Okay, because that'd be funny. Anyways, that's uh, <clears throat> a special request. And can this be related to a separate file too on the archives, or released as a separate file? Yeah, I don't see why not. Sure, uh, fine I, with me. Yeah, I'll upload it um, after the show. Well, I'll, I'll upload it when I put up this one for archive. So you can't fight in there. It's the war. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I haven't thought about that in a long time. <laughs> all, all right. Uh, <laughs> Death! Uh, okay, now I'm getting bombarded with people. All right. Yeah, I, I got this, Anne, at the end. Yes, yeah. yes, we got it, we got it. Uh, Mars says, please do this for the best of the quickening. Yes, I, will, I promise I will archive the best of the quickening. But for the rest of you who aren't going to bother to download it, I'll give you the best of. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back in about uh, 13 minutes. Out. On to the kings with the princess of the universe. Greetings, Highlander. Do you call? have the manners of a goat. All right, so the Highlander comes in with the quick egg. The quick Take it away. If you would like a question answered on the quickening, you can always do so by sending me your questions at highlander1g at gmail.com. How are babies made? <laughs> what about fat babies? What if the stork drops them? Now, when I saw this question, I, I, I literally laughed because, as everyone knows, babies do not come from storks. That's just silly. Babies come from where everything else comes from. 
Walmart. That's right. Babies, babies come from Walmart. Now, you may not know that, but see, that's why I am here to help you out with that. You see, how it works, underpaid Malaysian workers assemble babies in a Walmart sweatshop right outside of Kuala Lumpur. <laughs> Believe it or not, you may not have known that. Now, they work night and day putting babies together for people all over the world. And then afterward, they spray paint them all the colors of the rainbow, like white and red and yellow and and white. <laughs> that is just silly. But anyway, after they put them all together... There goes the show. We're done. After, after it's they, over. After they assemble We're the babies, canceled. trucks bring them to the Walmarts <laughs> all over canceled. the world so you can buy them. <laughs> you can buy them in bulk. We are so bulked. That's exactly why people accuse Walmart of child labor. Next question. Bunkerface asks, what is the meaning of life next to 42? What? What is the meaning of life next to 42? Listen, when you're living next to 42, let me tell you, life has no meaning. Who wants to live next to 42? Frankly, if you're living next to 42, you should kill yourself immediately. Look, okay, let me explain something to you, okay? Life... Life is like a movie, okay? I know we're talking about movies. Life, life okay, is like yes. a movie. Nice segue. If you're, sitting, if you're sitting there in the theater and it sucked for over half of it, no one should blame you for wanting to walk out early. Okay? <laughs> now, 69, okay, that's the number you want to live next to. The mm-hmm. comments and opinions of the Empress Court do not reflect upon those, the advertisers, <laughs> or ownership of those That's right. Nor do we advocate suicide. Continue. Exactly. Although life is like... <laughs> Kalar asks, How did Emperor get that Dell Ultra Sharp 30-inch monitor? Take well, it away, a sir. Funny story. I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, earlier, back in June, yes. I won Blizzard's World of Warcraft Shoutcast Competition 2009. And the grand prize, because I get to do this, this thing, this Shoutcast to a little uh, video they made, and I got this nice Dell Ultra Sharp High Definition 30-inch monitor. And a couple beta keys. I don't know if I've ever actually mentioned it. Kaylar, I hate you. Oh, I hate you. The next question of the quickening, Hobo Joe asks, which is better, pirates or ninjas? I am better than any pirate or any ninja. That's the answer. Think about it. The ninja shows up with his sword and his little throwing stars, and the pirate shows up with his sword and his unwieldy blunderbuss. one-shot blunderbuss, couldn't hit something right in front of him if his life depended on it, pistol. I, however, show up with my Tomahawk cruise missile and flying Predator drone. There won't be enough left of the pirate or the ninja to put in a blender to serve to your midget. The next question, Lander and Ice Crown asks, How do I tell my folks that I'm gay? Well, how did you tell your parents? Whatever. Oh! oh <laughs> ew, whatever. <laughs> All right. Um, I don't. I wouldn't ever tell them you're gay, Landry. I mean, if you tell your parents you're gay, they will hate you for the rest of your life. And they'll hate themselves for the rest of their life, which will be short, because when they find out they have a gay son, they're going to immediately hang themselves. So what I want you to do well, is I'll I want you to... I'll hang myself against my son, period, but go ahead. I want you to stay in that closet of yours with Ryan Seacrest and Tom Cruise, and you can have all the circle jerks you want. You prance around naked and gargle all the cum you want. <laughs> Please do not let your parents find out you're blowing Tom Cruise. It is not worth the aggravation or their inevitable suicide. Snickersnee asks... Oh, the backstabber. The backstabber. If you're in the gay mafia, is it a good thing or a bad thing? What is, okay, what about gays and midgets? I don't know. This is, are, people are I, I swear to God, you're in a, it's a one-track mind with you guys. 
You know, it's it's coming. The next question will be about gay midgets, I, isn't it? It <laughs> no, is. It's not about it? gay midgets. All right. If you're in the gay mafia, is it a good thing or bad thing if you get whacked? <laughs> Snickersnee, No one likes getting whacked by the gay mafia. God. Except if you're Tom Cruise, Ryan Seacrest, or Lander and Ice Crown. behind, right? Go ahead. Yeah, Lander and Ice Crown, Ryan Seacrest, or Tom Cruise. The only three people who enjoy getting whacked by the gay mafia. <laughs> Un- unrelenting turned in a question. Said, "Hey, Highlander, can midgets be gay?" Sure, you are. <laughs> Ryan from NYC asks, I saw Mommy kissing Santa Claus. Should I be worried? <laughs> you absolutely should be worried, sir, because your mom is obviously a whore. <laughs> She's fooling around with Santa Claus. In fact, I would go so far as to have a paternity test done on yourself. Have a paternity test done just to make sure that uh, you're not half Santa Claus. Because let me tell you, if you're part fictional character... I don't even want to go there, sir. You completely fucked up. Do you have some kind of special uh, bond with reindeer? And if your uh, and if your mom's already whoring around with other fictional characters, you might want to look out for the Easter Bunny, <laughs> the Tooth Fairy, uh, Mother Father Time, uh, Leprechaun, Martin Luther, Martin Luther, all that good stuff. OSD OSD asks, how do I get pregnant? If you're a woman, uh, step one, make sure you're hot. Step two, wear a very short skirt. Step three, go to where a lot of men are. Step four, get completely drunk. Step five, start dancing on tables. Step six. Step seven, profit. <laughs> I knew it was coming. I was just waiting for it. <laughs> now, if you're a man and you follow the same procedure, you are a complete moron and a jackass. <laughs> and also pregnant. Shriggs. Shriggs comes in again. He had a great question. I have full mining in World of Warcraft, and I wonder, where is the best place to farm serenite ore and titanium ore? Wow! Hang on! A legitimate, a legitimate video game question? Yes, about World of Warcraft okay. on World of Warcraft Radio. I, this, all right. unfortunately, I was really upset to see this, because since we're on World of Warcraft Radio, and somebody asked me a World of Warcraft question, I found out... Oh, I am legally obligated to, it. to yeah. legitimately answer the question. Ugh. Uh, I threw up in my mouth a little bit. All right, all right, here we go. I'm going to get through this here. All right, if I fall asleep during this, wake me up, all right? This is so freaking boring. Oh, God. All right. Serenite and titanium are metal ores in World of Warcraft. Both can only be found on the continent of Northrend. Before prospecting either of them, you need a jewel crafting skill of 400 for Serenite and 450 for freaking titanium. I have to get up at 6 in the morning for work. I don't give a shit where this guy needs to find his ore. Titanium is a rare spawn node and will typically be found where Serenite nodes are usually found. So, if you're looking for titanium, look for Serenite and you'll likely run into a titanium node there once in a while. The best place in Northrend to find both of them is Sholazar Basin. However... I got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. If you own an epic flying mount, you probably would be better off mining for both in Ice Crown. And now, if you'll excuse me, I need to go reattach my testicles. (laughs) How many miles per gallon does Optimus Prime get? According to Paul Phoenix, he wants to know how many miles per gallon is. Not as many now as he used to back in the 80s. Uh, <laughs> anyway, just a real one question thing. He doesn't use gas. He uses the blood of little girls to power his engine of hate. <laughs> Umbrella Rocks wants to know, if they made TV show-themed condoms, which ones would you buy? 
for this? I one? had uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, five. Okay, so so f- figure out which one you would want the best. Thirty rocks is pride. That's my bush. <laughs> Inspect her gadget. My Little Pony. Ride the Magic School Bus. Or bananas in pajamas. <laughs> Yo, Highlander. My girlfriend just told me she got crabs. What should I do? What? It is very important to support your girlfriend because getting new pets is always a trying experience. <laughs> now, crabs are detrivores, meaning they eat decomposing organic matter. Do you have anything rotting away in your refrigerator that you can give to your girlfriend's crabs? I tell you this. If your girlfriend tells you she has crabs and you show up the next day with some rotting meat, you will definitely get a response. Highlander, what if hell really did freeze over? Where would Christian? What would Christianity use instead? <laughs> Probably Los Angeles. <laughs> Argument? Anybody? I don't think so. I think Detroit has to be in the running. Yes. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, but like, what, six months of the year, it would also be frozen over. That, ooh, good point. Los ooh. Angeles never actually frozen. Yeah. Ooh. Mystic Min brings so, up a legitimate point. Yeah, yeah, so it might have to just be in Los Angeles. <laughs> All right. Now, do you recall last week when I said that I would have haikus for you, sir? Yes. I actually received a couple, but go ahead. Yes. Well, what I have decided to do this week for the quickening is answer every single question in the form of a haiku. So I hope you like haikus. So you weren't kidding me. This will be fast. That's right. Dear Highlander, the scarecrow got a brain, the tin man got a heart, the lion got courage, Dorothy got home. So what did Toto get? Bob Barker told us, have your pets spayed and neutered. Guess what Toto got? Dear Highlander, can you catch AIDS from licking a dog? <laughs> I laughed at that one, too. No AIDS from a dog. Everyone knows AIDS comes from Clay Aiken's toilet. Dear Highlander, <sighs> when ants swarm over your jizz, does that mean what? it's too sugary and I'm diabetic? Well, that was creepy. You're going to get kicked out of your family's picnic. (laughs) Dear Highlander, have you ever threatened to poison anyone in your life, fictional or not? If so, what were the terms that they had to meet to get the antidote? Well, I can't say I've ever poisoned anyone. Uh, There was this one incident, though, with the Easter Bunny and a shotgun. (laughs) But my lawyer informs me that the case is pending and I can't really talk about it. My lawyer, of course, lives in my head, wears a purple hat, and is called Mr. Wiggles. You don't mess with Mr. Wiggles. I know this because he told me so. Lander, my piss is blood red. Is that bad? Nah. Exactly. Dear Highlander, I recently showed your Facebook picture to my mom, who claims you are my biological father. (laughs) Why did you run off, and why did you put me up for adoption? Yeah. I always knew one day you'd find me, and you deserve to know the truth of what happened to you. The truth of the matter is, I was raped. That's right, raped. Your mother forced me to take a crate of Viagra, threw me onto her body, and forced me to thrust over and over and over again. It was a horrifying experience that therapy could never make me forget. You are a mistake, sir. A horrible, evil mistake. Why did I run away? Because I was scared to death. Why did I put you up for adoption? Because abortion was too expensive. I don't love you. I want nothing to do with you. And a slow death of cancer, AIDS, and cancer of the AIDS is too good for you. Love from Dad Highlander. 
Dear Highlander, if the person who controls time is Father Time, and the person who controls nature is Mother Earth, what does that make Aunt Jemima and Uncle Ben? They're slaves, of course. Oh, I knew it! You knew see, it! You see, Father Time and Mother Earth didn't want to be bothered creating Earth in the universe, so they paid 20 whole dollars for a pair of darkies. And they you made, took the bet and you did it. And they made Aunt Jemima and Uncle Ben do the work for them. Now, Christianity says that everything was made in six days, but actually it was all made in ten minutes in a rice cooker. <laughs> then it was covered in a maple syrupy ooze called life. And then they gave their images to the world, which some call racially insensitive, but I call racially charming and insensitive. This show is intended for a mature audience only and may contain harsh language, trans fats, live nudes, and derogatory comments about your mother. Those who are easily offended or have no sense of humor are encouraged to turn off the show now. Parental discretion is advised. You're listening to The Emperor's Court here on VTW Productions. Get down on your knees. I know I would. And we're back here on the Emperor's Court here on Versatile Productions, VTWProductions.com. I am your host, the Emperor, joined studio by Highlander. Always a pleasure. And I'm crying over here. I'm laughing so damn hard. Very well done, none left. Huge props to put that together yeah, for the yeah. uh, best of the quickening. I can tell you, I, I liked a lot of those. There are some, I'll be honest, that having done this for a while, I probably would have answered differently. Not many, though. I, I have to give myself So credit. having the experience looking back on yes, it Yes, looking now. back like, ah, that was a little weak. I could have answered that better. Yeah. Anyway, but so, overall, very, very impressive. Yeah. I, I, again, I, I am wiping tears, literally, quite honestly, from my eyes as I say this. I was laughing so hard at a couple of these. That, that last one, too, kind of put over the top. Because <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Anyway, as soon as I heard the answer, I'm like, I know where this is going to end. Because a lot of these I didn't remember, because we've done so many shows uh, yeah, now. Yeah, even I didn't remember <clears> a few of them, yeah. But some, a lot of them, I, oh, all right, this is the one where I make fun of black people. Right. This is the one where I make fun of Man, I haven't made fun of midgets in a long time. You haven't done a haiku in forever either. No, I've not done a haiku. We kind of got away from it. We were doing haikus every show. We were doing after, haikus. I think somebody said it. Uh, I, what I happened to the haikus? Did I we think just we, stop? st- we stopped doing it after the break, after the uh, wedding break because somebody you pissed off. Was it Angry Badger that used to send him in all the time? You pissed him off for some reason, or you said something. And oh, you, you know, you know what? I, I think what happened was he sent in a haiku, right? And like on the spot, I literally came up with a haiku making fun of his haiku, and then like he, he went mad. all he went all pissy. I think Could be. I mean, I, I remember him getting aggravated, but that. Uh, that's why I think we stopped doing it, because he would send one in, or you would do one, and neither right. of you have done one since. No. Anyways, here's the info to get in on, on the show. I'm trying to make a, a concerted habit of actually doing this on a regular basis, because I only kind of do it at the very beginning of the show, and I know a lot of people don't tune in until later. So uh, here you go. Here's how you can get in touch with the guys. Send an email to them at emperor1g at cox.net, or join us in IRC at irc.quakenet.org in channel VTW. All right, Hunter. So the other thing I'm trying to do is a concerted effort to make sure we get all the segments kind of spread out. Right. Uh, the first hour is usually taken over for just resetting what's been happening over the past seven days since we last got on here and things that are up and coming. And Well, what would you like? I've got the stupid video game moment of the week, and I have the brand new, as yet, unrevealed segment. Let's do the brand new unveiled towards the end of this hour. Okay. Okay. Um, there's a couple things I want to get to this hour. I want to talk about the show Total War II. Okay. Uh, my demo, uh, I download a demo play of that, some impressions. Um, I also want to get, I have a couple stories I want to kind of get out there. It's kind of interesting. One's kind of short, one's kind of long, I mean, kind of. Um, 
let's do the stupid video game of the week. Let's get All that right. out of the way now. It's always a good one. So uh, let's hit it. From across the information superhighway, we have collected the stupidest moments in video game history. And not everybody actually, because Modernum's saying, oh, they're just joining the show an hour into it. Well, look, not everybody tunes in exactly at 6 o'clock when the show starts. Some people, you know. Some people have lives and jobs and right. you know, things like that. Understand. Or they're just kind of, you know, tuning in later and maybe they don't want to join RC until I remind them. Or maybe they're a new listener, of which we have quite a few Possible. these days. So you never yeah. know. If, if you're new listeners, uh, I, I was noticing uh, with the, the best of the quickening uh, how not as good. The microphones were back then, as they are now. Oh, there's a we we both comment on that. Yes. It's a huge difference between from, from the the old uh, World of Warcraft microphones right to what to we use today. Because again, and thanks to you listeners yes, for getting yes, us yes. there. Anyway, so sir, all right, here go. we go. The stupid video game moment of the week. In 2000, a Japanese toy manufacturer, Takara, began marketing a toy called Beyblade, which consisted of two small spinning tops in a plastic bowl-like arena where two players would spin the tops, have them repeatedly hit each other, and declare the top still spinning to be the winner. You can see how this would have taken off in Japan. What you may not realize is how huge it took off in, in Japan. Case in point, it's still going strong today. Not only did this toy take off huge, but it spawned multiple anime series. Think Yu-Gi-Oh! or Pokemon, only instead of animals and monsters, it's specialized spinning tops. No, I'm not kidding. What's even crazier is Hasbro licensed Beyblade from Takara to market internationally, and it became one of the world's biggest toy sellers of the 2000s. So, what does all of this have to do with video games? I'm getting to that. In 2002, with the Beyblade craze sweeping the globe, Takara, along with Crave Entertainment, decided to make a Beyblade video game for the Sony PlayStation called Beyblade Let It Rip. It's a game about two small spinning tops and a plastic bowl arena wait where have i heard this before oh right the real actual beyblade game while only a moron would think spinning a top against another one is the height of fun only the king or queen of morons would think man that's too much like work can't there be something where i could play beyblade without having to go through that hard work of spinning a top and i'm not making that up people that's the entire game you spin your top you use the left analog stick to move it against your opponent's top and either stop your opponent's top from spinning or knock it out of the arena. The end. P.S. The graphics are abysmal, the music is repetitive and makes your ears bleed, and the voice acting is terrible. Is voice acting? However, the real question to be drawn from all of this, why in the name of Zeus's beard is there any voice acting Think, in a game okay. about two spinning tops? IGN rated it 1.5 out of 10, one of their lowest scores ever, and ended their review in the following. Quote, after playing this game once, you'll want to return it. Or microwave it, depending on how you value your money. The microwave adds an additional minute of enjoyment. <laughs> Beyblade might let it rip, but I ripped it a new one. Another stupid moment in video game history. From across the information superhighway, we have collected the stupidest moments in video game history. I get so It's so stupid. That's that's all it is. I've I've seen. Uh, I I wanted to see for myself, so I went on YouTube, and there are right. There's YouTube videos of people playing the game. That's all it is. Is you you pick your top, 
and then you you know you have your computer opponent, or I'm assuming that you play a two player, and then you just move it against the other one, and it kind of slowly spins down because it's it's hitting it. And then usually what happens is the computer is so stupid it just falls out of the arena, and then you just win. Uh, okay, it's, wow, oh, it, it's know. it's horrible game. Thought you were talking about the Beyblade anime. Yeah, no. you mentioned that, that it was a oh that's not the same thing. There's anime. So, no, no, that, it's 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 the same thing. That that's uh. what the anime is about. It's like, a top. I mean, okay. like I said, right, it's it's, right. it's the same kind of thing like what uh, Yu-Gi-Oh did. Like they have the anime to promote the cards. They had the anime to promote the spinning tops. Uh, all right. And there's there's multiple. Like there's one that just came out in 2010. I think like Beyblade Metal Fusion is what's called. <laughs> but that's all it is. It's, it's <laughs> all right. It's you know you've you've got your cast of characters and like I've got this top and I've got this top. And- Actually, I'm a stupid moron. There's a you laugh you lose uh, part of the thread where it's these it's 4chan got a hold of it, uh-huh. and what it is is that these kids were using their Beyblades in uh, instead of a, a metal bowl. I'm sorry, a plastic bowl. They were doing it in their parents' uh, bathtub. Okay, and scratched the hell out of the paint because they were metal on yes, metal. Yes, they, yeah, they're, they're metal. <clears throat> yeah. Anyway, so they were selling all their Beyblades to get money back to pay towards you know the repairs for the uh-huh. bathtub. Problem is, 4chan got a hold of it and they bid it up to like I think it was a million dollars. Or something like that, $100,000. And then apparently what happened was when the auction ended, it gave automatically sent the buyer the information uh-huh. of the person selling oh, it. Oh, so they know where they lived. Posted their picture, their address, their phone number, everything. Oh, 4chan. So, yes. Actually, I'll, I will pull it up before you leave if you've got a few minutes. It's, it's not hard for me to find. It's it's the whole thread that they put together. It's hysterical. <clears throat> Furthrow remembers watching Beyblade on Cartoon Network. I'm not surprised that they had it on Cartoon Network. But really, that's, I mean, if, if you've seen Yu-Gi-Oh! and you've seen Pokemon, you've seen Beyblade. Just swap out the animals and stuff and put in spinning tops. That's, that's what it is. Isn't there one out there right now um, that was very similar? It's like a little like spinning balls at each other and they open up into monsters or something? You mean marbles? No, no, no. <laughs> shut up. No, it's another Japanese game. It's like a TV show. It was very popular like last year, last two years. It's these little spinning t- balls. They, you kind of roll them into the arena. They bounce off each other and they open up and they become monsters. Oh, um, <clears throat> I don't know. I could. Uh, I would not surprise me. I can't remember because they sent me all over looking for this poor family for a couple years ago. That's it, Padugan. Thank you. Okay. Yes. Um, uh, none left. Link a picture of those things. I'll show Highlander what the hell they look like. Uh, Bakugan or Badugan, whatever it is. Bakugan. That's what it is. Thank. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So that's that's pretty much what it was. Is Bakugan. You just roll the these these little balls and they bounce off each other and they uh-huh. open up into monsters and that uh, was, okay. There's the anime for it and you got to collect you know this monster and that monster and sure, they all it's, sure. it's all plastic shit. So uh, what the hell is this? Oh, I gotcha, the, gotcha. Yeah, 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 that's, yeah. That, that's for the segment. Gotcha. Um, that actually that might be kind of funny. I th- I think when I thought of it, I thought it was funny, and then apparently everyone else thought it was funny. But uh, we'll we'll get to that. In a so second. it's like one and then this one, one and then this one, one and this one, or there's nine. Okay. So, oh, I guess you still ask one and who said it. And yes. Then, oh, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't have a sign or anything like that, but we'll, do you have a forbidden knowledge? Uh, no, I do not. Okay, so that'll be our forbidden knowledge this, yeah. this week. So, okay, gotcha. Um, a couple things. The Shogun Total War uh, 2 demo. Okay, I downloaded this. I wanted to wait until the Whopper was completed, but since up until tonight, that was kind of on hold. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm willing to bet now, because Varyar said that he would have next Saturday open, because I was trying to finagle him to build it this week if I got the parts in, you know, if I ordered them. Uh-huh. But he's going to build it for me next Saturday. I'm, I'm thinking he'll probably sit in on the show. I'm, I'm hoping he is. That should be fun with the three of us. Um, but I was going to wait to download the Shogun demo onto the new machine to see how it runs. But I couldn't really wait. 
being the impatient you know prick that I am, so of I course. downloaded it. And okay. Played it, okay. How does it play on your current system? Uh, I have to lower some of the settings in order to get it to run. Uh-huh. Uh, it, it's it's not the full version, but it, it's pretty graphic intense. Okay. It, it, the graphics are nice. A couple things I noticed though, it's awfully. I guess shiny would be the way to to point it out. I mean, it, it's shiny. Yes, it's very um, so bright. All the, all the sun is gleaming off the yeah, armor. It's kind maybe? of like it's just the colors are very very bright. Okay. So okay. I actually had to tone it down a bit just to see what the hell was going on because it was kind of hard to make out the individual uh, characters. Hmm. They don't have as many troops in each unit as most of the other Total Wars have. Now my guess is because of the the graphic nature of it because okay. it is so uh, you know so detailed. But for a game that that they were touting would be, you know, the new genre, and they revamped the engine, and they revamped the AI. It's going to have this huge multiplayer uh, aspect to it. It's no different. It's like a, it's like a regraft or a reskin version of Napoleon Total War. Really? There's not much difference between the two. Okay. Now, is is that a bad thing, per se? It is, and it isn't. It It is the point because you're basically regurgitating, kicking out the exact same game you've been doing since... The Shogun One, which was the first game, you know, fifteen years ago. Right. I mean, this is the same old StarCraft One versus Two argument, except you've got like six other games in between there. Well, there has been a great deal of changes. Um, I'm kind of uh, glossing over a few things. There are some changes that have taken place in the franchise. All right, there are strides, but it, it, they've revamped the exact same engine, it, it, basically from you know building it from scratch. It's the same damn thing. Mm. Now, there are a couple of new things I like, which is the cavalry you know, will chase down guys without having to be ordered to. Okay. Uh, the battles are supposed to take place a little faster, because so, some of the battles would bog you down, where you would defeat the army, the enemy. You know, the, uh, like, they're, 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 in essence, defeated, but yes. you have to go all the way in the corner right, and fight to fight the chase, one guy. Right, because there's one unit hiding out in the woods, and the game's not over. The battle's not over until you kill him. Okay. There's like three guys in the woods against your army of 10,000 that holds the field, right. and the 15,000 dead bodies of their army laying all over the place. Uh the other thing, too, is that it, this was kind of an issue with um, that Empire Total War had, and to a lesser extent, or, well, to actually to more of an extent, Medieval Total War Two had, is the fact that most of the units, and again, this is just a demo, are pretty much the exact same, depending on whichever faction you've got. All right? Everybody pretty much has all Yari Spearmen. Everybody has Nakanadas. Everybody has Archers. Now, I'm, I'm not as familiar with Japanese military history as okay. you. Is that accurate? I mean, I, I would think yeah. that everyone in Japan... Probably have the same right. sort of, you know. Yeah, there's, it was wildly different like in Europe. Or right, where in Ro, like Rome Total War or even Medieval, uh, to a degree, has a variety of different things going on. Right. You know, in Rome, you've got some guys who are naked running around with swords. You've got guys with elephants. Some guys are draped to, you know, to help in armor. Mm-hmm. And then you've got the Romans. You know, you've got people running around in leather bearskins. In Japan, they're all pretty much the same. Everybody's got a Yari, which is a giant spear, uh-huh. all right? You've got Naganadas, which are like uh, a... Like a, I think it's like a long sword, or it's like a spear with a sword at the end of it, a sword blade at the end of it. Okay. Um, kind of like the kind of like the Sarisa, the Macedonian Sarisa. Yeah, very similar. Okay. Um, it, 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 they're just carbon copies of each other, which I, I understand when you get right down to it. Yeah, I mean, like you said, at that time period, there isn't a, a great deal of variety between them, unless you talk. Are there about, are there rifles? Yeah, arbicus, ar- Ar- arbicuses. Okay. Um. Which I did not use. I don't remember seeing them, actually, to be honest. Okay. Uh, but, I mean, there's archers, there's horse archers, there's cavalry. It's all pretty much the same thing. It's all a carbon copy of each other. Mm-hmm. Okay. The AI, AI seems a little better. Uh, again, kind of hard to get off the demo. I'll be honest with you. Uh, if I wasn't such a fan of the series, I, there's not a whole lot to get excited with this thing. There isn't a, a big enough departure from the last two installments, Empire Napoleon, to really get me going. And the thing that sold me on the previous two was the time period. Right. You know, I, you know... Right. 
I, I do like the, the Warring States period of Japan. I find it very interesting. You know, I played the Nobunaga's Ambition series for the old Nintendo systems Jeez. back in the day. But I don't care enough about this time period and what goes on that really... I, I'll put it this way. It's difficult for me right now to try and reconcile, especially now having owned a house and having bills to pay, to drop $50 on a title that doesn't seem all that much different than the sure, other ones. Sure, sure. Now, you, you did say that they're planning on totally revamping the multiplayer aspect. Right, which so is, uh, is yet is to be seen. Is that kind of like the, the bait that they're kind of holding out for you, maybe? To- it's going to have to be. It seems to me that the game is being built more as a multiplayer game. Again, this is going based off the limited knowledge and the demo that I've played. Uh-huh. Okay, uh, The impression I'm getting is that they're trying to build a multiplayer uh, platform as opposed to the single player, which is what the Total War series has primarily been about up until this point. Mm-hmm. I think they've seen the writing on the wall that most companies have seen years ago, which is... Multiplayer is the way to go. Single player is pretty much on the back burner these days. And at, at, at Creative Assembly, it's always been the exact opposite. Okay, That remains to be seen because that really can't be demoed. So we'll have to see how that plays out. But yes, that's the carrot they're kind of dangling. The problem is the stick is, whacking you in the head all the time, is we haven't figured out exactly you know, what the problems have been the last couple t- you know, installments, mm-hmm. no matter what people told us. You know, the problem really struggled with Rome in that the AI was horrific. All right, especially the, the diplomacy didn't make a damn bit of sense. The two expansions they released, the first one, the Barbarian Invasion, was so imbalanced, nobody would play it. Literally, nobody would play wow. it. Then wow. they came out with the second expansion, Alexander, and nobody bought it because nobody was dumb. I mean, everybody figured out exactly what was going on here. Sure, sure. All right, then they bring out Medieval Total War II. Well, it sold, it was okay, but, I mean, there was, it was the same thing with diplomacy, made not a damn bit of sense. The AI did stupid things. You know, then they bring out uh, Kingdoms, which was the expansion. And it wasn't really campaigns as so much as it was smaller missions and story modes. It's the same thing. Okay, people bought it, but it was like, eh. And they were hoping with, you know, with Empire, it was a, a great, supposed to be this evolution. Because the game engine had the change, because now everybody has a musket. Uh-huh. Okay. All right, as opposed to swords and, and bows and arrows. Mm-hmm. All right. And, again, the AI stupid. Diplomacy makes no sense. The problem is you have, I mean, in these time periods... If you're trying to make it a, a realistic simulator as close as you can to the actual thing, you know, commanding armies, building an empire from scratch, diplomacy is a vital part of everything you do. And when the computer is not able to make us, there really isn't a whole lot of diplomacy in, in multiplayer until, you know, recently with Empire and Napoleon, there was no multiplayer campaign. It was you against the computer and that was it. Hmm. All right. Which can be very interesting and very entertaining at the same time, exceptionally frustrating because the computer makes decisions. For instance, they'll sue for peace this turn. You'll accept it the next turn they attack you. Or you will surround their last city, which is garrisoned. They're going to die, okay? You offer them, okay, you know, you become a protector. You pay us some tribute, you survive. No, they won't do it. So you have to wipe them off the face of them. It literally becomes a war of extinction every single time you go to war. Hmm. Hmm. Not to mention, you know, in a lot of these games, the, the punishment reward system didn't make any sense. For instance, if I get attacked by another faction, like, say, in Medieval Total War, okay, or even in Rome, if I get attacked by another faction, my reputation everybody else goes down, not the person who is the aggressor. Huh. That now, doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And the same thing, if I attack somebody else, my reputation goes down. If I get attacked, my reputation goes down. You know, or you try to make an alliance with somebody that's already at war with the same guy you're fighting. You know, plus trade and everything else. A great benefit, you know, <clears throat> beneficial to both players. Uh-huh. No, they decline. And then two turns later, they'll ask you for an alliance. You say yes, and the next turn they break it for no apparent reason. 
And that's that's every single game. Napoleon, uh, Empire, Rome, Medieval, you name it. It's always been the same kind of bullshit. And it hasn't changed. So I'm looking at Shogun. I'm seeing a lot of the exact same stuff. I'm not seeing a whole lot of departure here. Now, I've said earlier in the show, when you and I were discussing that, the GDC uh, article yes. about trying to take the rules and throw them out and build something new and different. Yes. Okay, This is a franchise that is sorely in need of some kind of, of revolution, some kind of change to the formula. Because when they regurgitate the same crap out there, the same stuff that has not worked, you start to get a little gun-shy when you go to drop 50 bucks on a title. All right, like this. As people have pointed out in the IRC, there has been a great many titles coming out either this month or in the very near future that I could rather spend my money on. Sure. Dynasty Warrior 7 comes out on March 22nd. That's going to cost 60 bucks. I could easily buy that and skip over Shogun because I don't have to divide my time. So, I mean, that's coming. That's there. But, you really but, ever like Dynasty Warriors that much? I, you know what? I was never big on Hack and Slash, so because to me, it, it's... it's the, the, only, the only reason I say that, and I know how much you like Dynasty Warriors. Right, right. But isn't that kind of the same argument as with the Total War series? I mean, isn't Dynasty Warriors, when you really boil it down, the same game again and again and again and again and again? How they get around that is actually they give different storylines for different characters. So we actually follow the storylines through... Uh, from start to finish their entire career, which some of them, most of them are from the Romance of the Beginnings book, uh-huh. which is very interesting. And some of them just kind of threw out the window, like the like in Dynasty Warrior 6 with Lu Bu. I mean, the, the storyline with him is funny, and it's out there. And what it does is it kind of puts you in the middle of battles that he wasn't there and had nothing to do with. And it, it kind of shows, you know, what history might have done. And then it just gets really wacky towards the end. Okay. Not to mention the the different modes of combat you can have, plus the character creation. You can actually build your own characters. There are different kind of bells and whistles they throw in there to keep you entertained. And to me, i played every single one of the Total War series. Okay, mm-hmm. I own all of them. Yes. For the Dynasty you. Warriors, I've only played 3, 4, 6, and online. Okay. All right, so I've, I've kind of skipped. I know I didn't play 1 and 2. I, kinda, I skipped 5. And I, I skipped all the Empires versions until 6. To me, that was a disappointment. Dynasty Warriors 6, Empires... Was the exact same thing. Maps, characters, voices, music, everything is Dynasty Warrior 6. Except that you have a map of China you're fighting over now. So you go in to fight it, and it's the exact same thing as playing the single player. Hmm, okay. uh, the previous version. That, to me, was a waste of time and money. But, you know, it, it, it's mindless hack. It's mindless fun. When I'm playing the Total War series, it requires concentration. It requires you know a level of detail that I don't need in a mindless beat the hell out of everybody. Not to mention this version of Dynasty Warriors, unlike the other Total War series, uh-huh. will have multiplayer. Aha! Uh-huh. You know, TW's always had it, and it's always sucked. Because Creative Assembly's always used their uh, multiplayer as kind of a, you know, an afterthought. Okay, we have to put it in the box because people expect it. So here it is. That's why it ran on Gay Spy for so long, and it never ran right. Mm-hmm. It was I, okay. it, extremely frustrating to play that game. Rome, specifically. Um, but that's the difference between the two, really. Okay. But, but I understand your point. The Dynasty Warriors franchise hasn't exactly been revolutionized either. They just keep finding new ways to dress it up nice. But, I mean, at the same token, people continue to buy the new Madden every year, the new MLB every year. Yeah, that's true. It's the same damn game one year to the next, except the rosters change. That's all. Some, some years, not even that much. The yeah, not even change. that much. I'm surprised. Well, I shouldn't say I'm surprised because people keep ponying up to 60 bucks. But really, what, what would make sense is if you put out you know, a football game and then have the downloadable content where it changes everything around. So it changes the rosters for you and adds new players and things like that. It takes players away as they retire. See, Calgore can back me up on this because I know he and I have been talking about the. He's been asking me stuff for uh, Medieval Total War. He's like, fuck the Pope in Medieval Total War 2. 
<laughs> the bastard excommunicated me because I destroyed the faction he told me to destroy. That's what I'm talking about. You get a crusade order from the Pope where he asks you to attack a certain faction. If you wipe him out, it's like, okay, you've been excommunicated because you killed your fellow Christian. It's like, wait a minute. You sent me on a crusade. You said, go sack Milan. So I did, and I got excommunicated. It's like, what the hell? You know. So I, that's, you know, th- that's where I'm coming from with uh-huh. it. I, I'll wait to see. Again, it is just a demo, but. When when does it actually come out? Like actually March 15th. Yeah, March, March 15th? Okay. However, so maybe maybe you're going to wait and see what the reviews are for the multiplayer. I could, or I'll wait for them to drop the price relatively quickly because they usually they usually do. Oh, like the yawning. Yeah, yeah, what's with the yawning? Uh, I didn't I didn't sleep a great deal last night, but uh, I thought I slept more than this. Did you have to work in the morning? Uh, no, I I they did not have overtime today, so which was uh-huh. nice. Um, okay. I, I was sick actually two days during the week. I took two days off. I was, I was pretty uh, shot up during the week. Menorah says, "What game is M talking about?" Medieval Total War 2. I thought I mentioned it a couple times. You did. Barry says, fact, never trust the Pope. At least in that <laughs> game, because I swear to God, on they'll drop, uh, at the drop of a hat, they'll change and turn on you. So, unless his name is Hordak. I don't understand the Hordak-Pope thing. I, I've seen I don't that understand the forums, that either. But, but uh, if, if your Pope is named after a uh, character in a girl's cartoon, and uh, we have, oh man, what, where's, where, where's that sounder? Do we, do we have the sounder? Uh, I think I do. Hang on. I don't, man, oh man. I don't know that Menorah can actually hear me, because I thought I said Medieval Total War 2 a couple times, specifically to that. So maybe yeah. Let me see if I've got the sound. Hang on. I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Um, shut up for a second. Let's see. All right. Well, I nice. not on the air anymore, so there we go. Oh, he's not? No, I believe he's uh, taking a leave of absence. I believe he's getting married. Oh, so okay. Well, that's He's pulling the same thing I did, so... Oh, okay. I'm not really sure what the hell Octale's going to do because that kind of that was kind of a duo show. They kind of so play I, off each yeah, other. Yeah, I'm not really. Well, don't sh- they have uh, Doc Dead's on Doc there? Dead's on but there. I'm not really sure. Is it become Octale and Doc Dead versus the world now? Or I don't know. Okay, but, but, gotcha, but does anyone really care? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I I know. Pope thing is a liter alliteration. Pope of peas since he pees on the show. Okay. Okay. Got all right. Didn't uh, didn't really care or want to know. Then I found out he was from <laughs> Shira. Yes, that's right. That was actually uh, was it was did I make that a quickening question? Yes, you did. Yeah, yeah. What is Octale and? Oh, oh yes, right. If I was going to change Octale and Hordak's names, what would, what they, would be? they be? That's right. It'd be Shira and um, uh, like op, like Octale was like a base eight number system or something, something like that. Stupid. Yeah, it was yeah, something yeah. stupid. It, was, it, it wasn't funny. The funny thing was Shira. That was. That was the important funny thing. Amp has become VTW, the show, just like Spaceballs. First world, the show. Uh, Benora says, is Medieval Total War 2 a good game to get into? Uh, I think it's entertaining. It's not I mean, bad. I mean, you can pick it up right now for like 15, 20 bucks yeah, on and it'll, Steam. And if, if, you, if you have a system that's even like five years old, it'll still play it. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it'll keep you entertained. It's, it's fun enough for the price you'll pay for it now. I don't know that I would recommend dropping 50 bucks on it, though. Martyrdom says, Octale and Doc did run the show versus the world show. Versus the world? Okay, so I guess it's changed to versus the world show. So, And then I guess um, GoHex does the World Strikes Back. He was supposed to be on this evening, but apparently he had a salmon coder issue, which doesn't surprise me. Yeah, you were me. saying he wanted you to take over the show because he comes on right before Right, us. unfortunately I didn't get the message until right before I went on the air for the music. That would have been one stuff. hell of a long show. That would have been four, four, what, four to nine? Four to nine. Yeah. Five hours. Shit. Doable, but we would have had to have uh, 
included some more stuff. Right, I would have. He would have had us had me playing the different segments he had recorded already. So, did you miss the quickening? Is it the end of the show? It's at seven forty three, bitch. We got no. an hour and twenty to go. <laughs> Calm the hell down. When do we always do the quickening? At he the just end of the joins. Show. He just joins IRC. Did I miss the quickening? <laughs> No, you have not missed the quickening. All right. Leaves IRC. I bet you. <laughs> <laughs> Call me when it starts. Or should I wait for Shogun 2? Uh, I will. Oh. I, you know what? I'm mm. going to tell you. I'm going to do, do what I do. I'm going to wait on the official reviews for Shogun 2. And I, I'm not necessarily like an IGN review or a G4 review. I want to see what, what different uh, war game right. players, especially guys the clan, uh, like Mechawk, like Desperado. Um, mm. I don't think Buckwild really. Yeah, he did. I'm going to see what they think, too, if they've tried the demo and get their impressions. Because I'll play a very mediocre game or an average game if I've got other people to play it with. Right. On on the flip side, though, if you've never played any of those games before and you're kind of looking to get into it, maybe it's worth throwing down the 10 15 bucks to play Medieval Total War to see if you like that genre of game to begin with. Right. Cause it's before not gonna, you put down 50 bucks for a game that you're going to throw away. Because the operations in the Total War series don't really change from one game to the next. Not really. It, it, it really, when you boil it down, it's you know, a lot of guys on the screen. You tell your units to move forward, and they, you know, they attack, and things like that. Yeah. If you're going to wait for my review, my review right now is to wait for other reviews. Wait to see what other people say when the game comes out. Because, you know what, we don't know what kind of bugs the thing's going to have either. And you know, it, it, it seems to me that all those games always yes, have bugs in them. big ones. Like, I remember the, the in Rome Total War, the game was unplayable for like the first six months. One, because they couldn't fix the lobby. It would only allow 30 people in the lobby. And we have hundreds of people trying to get in. And the second thing is there was a memory leak with fire arrows. Anytime you set your archers to shoot fire arrows, uh-huh. there was a memory leak that would eventually desynchronize the game and crash it. Wow. You know, Medieval Total War 2 had another glitch with the cavalry, which would eventually crash the game. It was just, fuck, it was kind of annoying. Um, Modern Step It Up, Emp, and Highlander were going to be doing an all-nighter. Might as well get the practice in beforehand. Okay, well, the difference is I would know ahead of time right. that I was going I mean, into it. I'd have the material. I mean, I, I'll tell you right now, we were already planning stuff for that show. We've, we've got some things in the works. I think Watson's doing like three hours himself. <laughs> but the, the, <laughs> the point being that we, we plan everything for a three-hour show. So if, if we had to do what we did in a three-hour show on five hours, it'd be a little difficult because he had to stretch it out. But we've got some stuff planned already for that really long, incredibly long coffee-drinking show. <laughs> Why the hell are we going to do this anyways? Because we're crazy. Because we're, we're, we're going to prove a point that we are the greatest show on VTW. And apparently... Uh, I thought that was a point of improvement. All right. Apparently, Base 8 and She-Ra went on for, what, like 14 hours? Okay, well, you know what? I've gotten like eight different time totals. So you know, I don't really true. know what gotten, the hell they were on yeah. for. I've yet to have a definitive answer. To exactly has that ever been on the, on the rotation? Or is that available no, to I download? No, because that, that would take an entire... I think that the archives only plays at the last two months of stuff. Okay. So. We'll, we'll we'll have to somehow put some maybe like on the on the one G site maybe put that up there to download if you want just so if someone wanted to listen to the whole thing I mean our sh- our twelve hour show yeah our well, probably I, long show because obviously I don't want to put it on the archive well either. I mean we can put it on a podcast people can download the damn thing right. I'm not gonna you know suck up my bandwidth because for that but no we can we can put it on the uh, when says that wasn't really Watson right what the hell are you it, talking about yeah, yeah yes was. It was a Microsoft Voice, right? Controlled by the Baron. <laughs> no, it, I, it no. was not. No, no. Uh, I, I am trying to get permission from IBM right now to have Watson appear again. That's that's one of the reasons because it would have been kind of cool to have him last week because it's been two weeks now since he was sure. on. Yeah, now now it's kind of starting to die off a little bit. We we kind of have to get permission from IBM to bring him on. Right. Uh, 
and all that has to be approved ahead of time. So, Faith says the first one was twelve hours, not counting music breaks. It's still on my iPod. You listen to twelve hours? That's stunning wow. to me. I wouldn't listen to myself for twelve. Not- I can't listen to myself for yeah. twelve minutes, <laughs> let alone twelve hours. I I rarely listen to our show. Just just because I, I hear everything that I say, I never or I say to it. something, and I say, "Why did I say that?" Yes, it's the same thing. It, or, it just aggravates the hell out of me. Or it's the the ums, ums and the I, I will I, key in. I try to not do that, yes. guys, but sometimes they still slip in. But I, yeah, I, it's the same thing. I will key in on every single um, or uh, uh, and I know I do it a lot. I know, I do it too. So I do it too. there's got to be some sort of like exercise that you can do. I'm sure there is, but we're not professionals. Trying to read some of these these comments on IRC. Did you say stranded in a radio studio for many seasons with a genius who can make a nuclear bomb out of coconuts but not fix a boat? I, I assume he's referring or she's referring to Giggle, Gilligan's Island. I just not yeah, really sure why that I think so. Barry says, "Emp, when they do the marathon show, they cut it up in the two hour segments for the podcast versions. That to me would make sense, but that's a lot of editing. That's a lot of editing and a lot of. Yeah. I mean, that's like dumping what, like six, seven shows on the Yeah, onto pretty the much. I mean, archive? if you think about it, yeah, divide yeah. it by two. So, Barry, what exactly is the definitive amount of time that they were on the air for? I, I would be curious to find out I'd exactly what it was. Yeah, too. so I know it, because we're going to go one minute more than shut this thing <laughs> off. <laughs> go to IHOP and get some pancakes. Damn right. We'll have food delivered here. That's right. Actually, yeah. that's not a bad idea. We should probably get some pizzas or something. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, yeah some Pizza, Red Bulls, Red Five Bowl, Hour Energies, Mountain Dew Code Red. We'll get the whole gamer package. Gamer Fuel by gamer Mountain Fuel. Dew. Ugh, that stuff's so horrible. I have a mission for the listeners. I, I just remembered this. Uh, what I need you... There's another... Uh, God damn See? It. I, I don't know. I, don't I know am in need of Razor Diamondback... Mouse. Oh, you're asking this. about that, but they don't yes. make those anymore. Right? I know they don't. That's so the only one you're going to get is like a used one. Well, no, they've got new ones. The problem is I've, I found them on like eBay, but they want like a hundred bucks for them. Mm, it's like fuck okay. that. It's a fifty dollar mouse. I ain't paying you know the one bucks. that I want. I want uh, the Max Air. I just said, oh, the I think it's Max. Is it Max Air MX or Air MX or something like that? It's a gyroscopic mouse. Really? You can use it on the table like a regular mouse. But then what you can also do is you can also pick it up in the air and you can point. At the screen or whatever, and it'll do everything for you like a mouse. Huh. So you don't have, so you can just do it and you know have your hand in the air and wave it around. But I want you folks to find me some Razor Diamondback mouse. I'd like to get a couple. The color really doesn't matter to me anymore. Mouse eye because like this one matches my machine. Right. The tower that I'm getting is actually very similar to that one, except that. It's ten bucks less than that one was, and mm-hmm. it's blue LED lights like this one is. Okay, but it's got air filters you can actually take out and clean. Oh, nice! So it cleans the yeah, it's kind of nice. cool. But yeah, I I not really looking to, you know, match the color. Although I guess red would kind of be cool, but I really don't care. I, I just want a couple of the uh, diamond back. I, I, I suppose if you were anal enough, you could replace the light in the mouse. Yeah, I'm not that anal. I don't care. The light much. of your choice. I've got a green one upstairs that I used for a while, and stopped when I got this one. So I will use that. I'll probably put the green one on this, the Whopper one, and then I'll uh-huh. use this blue one on the Whopper two. The point is, both of these are used, and they're starting to get, you know, a little uh, wonky. Right? Yeah. Razor Diamondbacks are baffling to try and find. Bitch, I don't want excuses. I want results. Get off your lazy hillbilly ass. Get out there and find me a Razor Diamondback mouse. Brand new in the packaging. No more than 60 bucks because you guys are paying for it. No, just 
Uh, 50, 60 bucks would be, would, would be nice, including shipping. I don't like the Death Adder. I, I don't. So, of course, here's okay. <laughs> Bitches don't know about my purge list. <laughs> uh, perhaps we should get to it. Uh, yes. We've only gotten to one topic. Can I you know. believe that? I got so much shit to do, man. I just I know. There's so much three hours showing enough. Three hours. I wish we got paid. Enough. I really wish we got paid for this. It's too, too much fun to do for free. I've said this before. I've said it again. I know their hosts. They only have one hour shows, and they try to stretch it out with breaks and things. I don't know how you can only do well. One part hour of show. it is because I don't think a lot of people do a whole lot of preparation during the course of the week. You know, we have we have three things going for us. We have Dunn Left who pulls articles and does it every single week. Right. We've got you who pull articles every single week, and we've got whatever I can find plus mixing everything and and sure. We're, we're hitting on all cylinders well, every Why would you week. not want to do the best job that you could possibly do? Because some people just like the notoriety of being on a radio station, even if it's the internet, and having a few people know who you are. And it's enough to say, oh, you know, I have a radio I station. I they don't, don't necessarily have to be good at it or want to be. It's just that they get to be on the air. And that's not a slight against anybody on this station, but there's a lot of people no, and no, others I'm, that I'm not, I know of yeah. that just don't care. I'm not singling anyone out. I'm just saying in general I've heard, you know, I've heard, and not even on the station, I've heard other things where it's like one hour, and they have like three breaks, and they don't talk about anything. And it's like, why, why, why did you even bother? You didn't talk about anything? You didn't get anything done? You didn't have an opinion on anything? Why are you even on the air? Right. Mash Requeef says, I might be able to help you, that, help you with that, Emp. I got a friend whose dad works for Razor. Oh. So, oh, they're great. I don't know if they have anything left in back stock, but shit, I'll buy well, them all. Hey, well, let, let me say this, and in defense of, of Master Queef. If he can go directly to Razor and get you the mouse that you want, will he be able to uh, return to his former name? Ooh, a good question, yes. Islander. Yes. Uh, maybe be- I should give him a quest? Yes. To try and f- okay. A quest. All right, Master Queef. I will give you a quest to try and get your name back to Bazleel. God, what a stupid name. Uh, it might be better just to names. rename him something other than Master Queef. Okay. <clears throat> Okay, uh, hang on. Barry says, I asked Octail himself. The record was 12 hours for the Rantathon. Well, that's what right. Octail says, but is he telling us the truth? <laughs> mm. He just wants to see us go 12 hours yeah. in one minute. All right, Master Queef, your mission is simple. Get me three Razor Diamondback mice. Brand new in the packaging. Color does not matter. Bonus points if you can get a red one, but I don't care. You do that. I'll return you to your name. And I'll even ask that IRC be nice and call you that name, maybe. The quest for name, name redemption. redemption. <laughs> I feel like there should be some like background music from Excalibur or something behind it. You have two weeks to complete this quest. Get moving. Just call me Baz. No, you're not getting any... Sh- no, you're not- I'm calling you dickhead until you go and do what I tell you. <laughs> you don't tell me what to call you. The pork source. <laughs> the pork source. That, number- that came in second place in the name. Remember? I believe name it pork? did, yeah, come in second place. <laughs> you're not doing... <laughs> You're not doing yourself any favors, buddy. Uh. <laughs> this is like medieval total war. You're just going to get excommunicated. <laughs> uh, what boy. is this here that I'm being shown? Uh, hang on. Surfet has a Diamondback Compu America from Compu America. I've never heard of it. I Let's guess uh, because Compu USA was taken. Diamondback Salamander availability in stock. What? What's a Diamondback Salamander? I don't know. I've never heard of the Salamander. But it says in stock... I, okay, hang on. I'm going to Google search this bitch. Not for fat, but... You know, the, you don't the, have to type in that Google. Like. You've got the Google Shut up. Right it's there. easier. I don't like using that thing. That's what it looks like? 
That doesn't look like yours. No, it doesn't. It's got extra lights on it on the side. I mean, it's kind of like yours. Let's see. Hang on. Got to look at that from the side view. One, two. Three, With its host four, of innovative five, features, the Razer six. Diamondback has successfully fragged its way to the top of many a gamer's list. Its ambidextrous form factor, coupled with a higher precision engine and programmable buttons, make it the crucial tactical advantage that every gamer must have. Huh. Uh, I don't really know, understand what the difference is between this and a regular Diamondback. There's a Diamondback 3G. That's, I guess that's specifically what I'm looking for is the 3G. So rather than the angles, you like the curve? Well, yeah. Um, see, that, that doesn't really give me a whole lot to go on here as to what it looks like. But, I mean, if it's a Diamondback, I've got to imagine it's the same design, no? Got to be at least similar. It's got right. Diamondback. All in right, the name. so I'm going to bookmark this thing. This we'll do this as a backup, but I want the 3G specifically. Okay, we'll we'll add this one, and I guess they all come in red because this is Salamander. So right, so right. Because Salamanders find. are red. Not, not yes, not. I suppose. Apparently, the Diamondback, ra- the Razor Diamondback 3G is what is required of you. Three of them, brand new in a box. I will purchase them, of course, if need be. Shut up, bitch. I just told you what kind. Go look for it. Make me a pizza while you're at it. I'm hungry. I haven't eaten. I am hungry. If he fails Persian with Pepsi. <laughs> Boiling Pepsi! <laughs> yes, All right, how 3G. about a, Yes. Uh, do you want to do this? Uh, do you want to do, do a topic? Or let's do, you do, do the, your... Well, do my the, thing? Yes. Okay, we have no sounder for this, so... Uh, I'll just have to... Let's... Tell everyone. What... Um, yeah, hang on. Explain what it is. Let's see if I can find a sound right. while you got while you're all in, right. take your time. I'm doing sure it, so. that all of you are aware of the recent hilarious meltdown of one Mr. Charlie Sheen. I think it's hysterical. Uh, my sister is following him on Twitter. He's got the most amount of Twitter followers in a 24-hour period. He's got like a million. Yes, it's crazy. And I'm sure that you're also familiar, and you might be a little less familiar, but you should still be familiar with a Mr. Momar Gaddafi who, if you're not familiar with him, he is the military junta dictator of Libya, a nation in North Africa. He's been the dictator there for over for almost 40 years. Yeah, I remember Reagan bombed his ass. We were yes. kids in school. Remember that happened? I remember that. And basically, what's going on over there, it's the same thing that's been going on Everywhere in Egypt else. and Tunisia <laughs> and all that. So he's fighting his own people. But both of them have the same thing in common. They are both batshit crazy. So what we're going to do on this segment is I have collected nine quotes. There, I got music playing for you. You got music playing? Yeah. Okay. So So I've got nine quotes from either Charlie Sheen or Muammar Gaddafi. Now, I, I thought of this idea early on in the week, and I thought it would be pretty funny. Then I started seeing people doing it on their own. Uh, CNN did it. Uh, ABC did it. There was even like a couple radio stations that did it. So I figured, well, if they can do it, then I'm just going to go ahead and do it. One interruption. Bitch, you sent me a link and it says out of stock. This does not help me. Continue. So what we're going to do is I am going to read to Emp each quote. And Emp is going to have to decide if the quote is from Charlie Sheen or Libyan dictator Muammar Gaddafi. All right. So you know the answer to this. I I know the answers to all of them. All right. Okay. Okay, so, and uh, by all means, uh, IRC, play along. Uh, I'd be curious to see what you guys think. Uh, Score yourselves. Uh, Points don't count. Here we go. First quote, I'm dealing with fools and trolls. I'm dealing with soft targets. Charlie Sheen or Muammar Gaddafi? Charlie Sheen? You are correct. No shit. Charlie Sheen. 
Okay. Charlie Sheen said that. All right. Second one. Do as you please. You are free to dance, sing, and celebrate. I would say that's also Charlie Sheen. Momar Gaddafi. Okay. Momar right, so Gaddafi. Third one. If you're a part of my family, I will love you violently. Charlie Sheen. Yes, it's Charlie Sheen. Okay. Two, for one, two, and th- two out of three. Go ahead. Okay, here we go. Next quote. I am like the Queen of England. Gaddafi. Yes, that's Momar Gaddafi. Okay, it's three for four. Okay. Number five. I will not believe that if I do something, then I have to follow a certain path because it was written for normal people. That's got to be Charlie Sheen. That was Charlie Sheen. Because the normal people, because of the winning, right. bring it. That thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, number six. I think people misinterpret my passion for anger. Uh, Charlie Sheen? Correct. No shit. You're okay. doing really well, sir. Uh, all right. Okay. The seventh one. They give them pills at night. They put hallucinatory pills in their drinks. Drinks? I think I read a story about this where Gaddafi was telling everybody that we're there, that the United States and the Jews are trying to rile up the people by putting hallucinogenic stuff in their drinking water. So you're saying Muammar Gaddafi? Once again, you're correct. No, it is okay. Muammar Gaddafi. Well, seven for eight. Continue. All right. Or seven. Or I'm two, sorry. Five two left. Six. I will destroy you in the air. I will deploy my ordinance to the ground. Okay, that's got to be Gaddafi. Charlie Sheen. <laughs> really? Yes. All he right. compared himself to an F-18 Raptor. <laughs> and I'm not making that up. All right. All right. Last one. There's a new sheriff in town, and he has an army of assassins. Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen. All right. So, so I got so six out that. of eight. Yeah. All right. Well, you got seven out of nine, actually. So Okay, seven out of nine. <laughs> That's Carl Sheen. Sheen, uh, Madoffy, br- 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 Sheen, <laughs> Sheen, Madoffy, Madoffy, Gaddafi, Sheen, Momar. <laughs> so, I, all right. That, <laughs> so there we go. That's that's our little segment. I don't even know what to call it, but uh, we got to find one for uh, uh, what the hell else went batshit crazy? Uh, Mel Gibson. That would be and hilarious. somebody else. Yeah. So not bad. Seven out of nine. So winning, winning. Well, there's a that's, soundboard. We got to get that. Yes. We yeah. We have to. If, if we don't at least get a soundboard, we should at least get that little blip to like play every other friggin' radio show, like in with the country. death and everything. Yeah. Yes. Winning death. <laughs> death. Okay, uh, um, it's 8 o'clock. We've got to take a break. I still have a story to tell. We haven't got any of the topics. We've still got the quickening yet to do. Yes. Do we have any other segments going on tonight? Any other segments? We, we didn't do this for that. I don't have... We no, we don't have... Tell me why this would remind you of it. audience only and may contain harsh language, trans fats, live nudes, and derogatory comments about your mother. Those who are easily offended or have no sense of humor are encouraged to turn off the show now. Parental discretion is advised. Welcome back. This is Mystic Mim and you're listening to the Emperor's Court. You can micro me any day. You see, Highlander, I knew my listening audience would come through for me. 
apparently, let's see this one. Uh, Smurfette's already found me the blue one. The Razor Diamondback 3G Earth Green. 34 euro. Are, that's what, pounds sterling? Yes. Jesus Christ. That's like 60 bucks. Ah, okay, I mean, don't get me wrong. I I would like the green one. I've got one. I'd like to get a couple other than blue if I can find them. I'm not, you know, going to be. Oh, shit. That's kind of pricey, but I, they're apparently out there. Are they new? This so is in, in stock, stock, so yeah. yeah. All right, so Majeev found this for me. Uh, that's just kind of expensive. Kind of. Yes. Modern MBS, the trappings were allowed. That was, uh, that was the point. Um, okay, I'm going to bookmark this thing anyways because I like I like the green one. Um, damn. Damn, <laughs> that's kind of expensive. <laughs> um, okay, I mean, I've got uh, I, I found the blue ones now for fifty bucks American. Now I've got the green ones here for about sixty some, and I don't even know if they ship to the United States because unfortunately this is a UK website, so I don't even know if Amazon UK ships to the states. If it doesn't, then I guess I would need you need a third party, right? <clears throat> so no shit, the green one. Okay, so I found the green one. I found the blue one. Fretz gave me a link to the Minecraft uh, server upgrade to the Citadel. These, it's a walkthrough. It's got music and everything else. Uh, Fretz, if you'd like to go ahead and give that in the IRC, we're going to watch it. We've got about, what, 10 seconds into it because I hear music and stuff. Right, right. So it looks pretty badass. We're going to take a look at this after the show because we, we can't do all we're on air. Uh, wow, man. I, I'm kind of pumped now for that friggin' mouse. <laughs> you don't get it. I've been looking at this thing for, like, years. It's out of, it's, they don't why, make them anymore. Why that mouse specifically? See, it's kind of funny. Um, to me, a mouse is a mouse. It doesn't right. really matter. Believe it or not, there are there are some differences. Like, I used to use just a generic Microsoft laser mouse. Uh-huh. Sucked. Hated it. Okay? I've used a couple different ones. Dell, the one that came with my computer I bought way back when. Sucked. Mm-hmm. Terrible. I tried a couple. Never liked them. And then, once upon a time, in 2005, there was a Warcraft 3 Shoutcast competition held by, you guessed it, Blizzard Entertainment. Uh-huh. Guess who won it? You. There you go. Exactly. Included in that was a a Razer Diamondback mouse. Okay. It was a blue one, I believe, very similar to what I'm using now. I got that one, a 50 feet worth of Ethernet cable, which, as you can see below you, is now plugged into my basement uh-huh. all the way downstairs, so I still use that. A The uh, uh, controller, the, the USB controller. I, I remember the, the right. looks like the PlayStation. Yes, yeah. that's upstairs because I've been using that to play on my emulators. I've got that, and it gave me a gig of RAM. They gave me all that for winning the competition. So nice. And what else has Blizzard given you? Uh, um, they gave me some beta keys to gave you some beta keys. yes to StarCraft um, Two. They gave you uh, a lot of enjoyment over the years. Yeah, I'd well, say that a lot of satisfaction. But if, if I had to pick one thing over anything, I think it might be, and I might be stretching here, the Dell thirty-inch monitor. Yeah, I, I guess. I've had it for a while. You've had that for a long Did time. Did I ever tell you about it? Um, no. Is, you mean there's a story behind it? I, there is a story behind I everything, ass- Highlander. I, I assume you just went to the store and bought it. N- no, absolutely not. I didn't pay a dime. You didn't pay a dime? No. F- Five-finger discount, <laughs> please. Unbelievable. <laughs> Marty, plugged into my basement. <laughs> said, plugged into my basement. It's that effing badass. It requires a room full of energy. <laughs> That's right. His his entire basement yeah, is like right. a giant energon cube <laughs> from the Transformers. Exactly what I was thinking, man. 
There's like Bumblebee back downstairs guarding it. <laughs> exactly. We got Bumblebee and Ravage down there guarding it. And Soundwave with that freaky deaky voice. Uh, hell with it. I, I, funny about this 30-inch monitor, though, that I got from Blizzard for winning their... You got it from Blizzard? Yes, the World of Warcraft Arena Competition 2009. I actually won it, and they gave me this 30-inch monitor free from Dell. What I did not realize, and, and I just found out because we're getting a Blu-ray drive for... It's a Blu-ray drive okay. burner and player for the... the right. Um, Whopper. Okay. Apparently, I, this thing said it was 1600p on the stuff that it gave me. Okay. All right, which means the shit out there it doesn't even, there's no hardware for it. Right. But there's no HDMI hookup for this thing. I don't know if they can play a Blu ray movie on it. Ah. This is a Dell Ultra Short no, Monitor. Is there S video? It's got USB plugs all over the damn place. Hmm. Uh, to be honest, I don't know, and I don't remember what happened to the instruction manual that came with it. I've got it packed away somewhere. I'll have to find it. But it's a Dell ultra-sharp monitor, and it's about two years old, because I got it in 2009. Right, yeah. And I don't know how old it was at the time. I, I don't think you can... Uh, can you stream Blu-ray quality through a USB? I don't think you can. I, I'm going to guess no. Because I don't think it has any other hookups other than USB and what it's using now, which plugs into the back of the uh, uh, video card. Right. So I'm not really sure how that's going to work. I'll be honest with you. I'm not going to uh, you know, cry any tears. The Blu-ray drive really isn't sure, it's, there it's, to play movies. It's I'm going to watch my big the, screen for that. It's the next thing, so you're getting it. Yeah, right. I understand. Well, but more importantly is any videos we make, I can burn as a Blu-ray. I can record them in high definition. Oh, that's awesome. Burn oh. them in high definition. Well I'm not, played. You know, well played. I, I guess it would be nice if I could watch a, Blu- uh, a Blu-ray on the monitor. But right. Well, you know, I've got you a 50-inch have... and a 40-inch next to it. That, yeah, you've got yeah. it right next to it. Yeah, 50 inch in the basement, the 40-inch up here, and then this thing. So Martin says, no, you can't, Emp. So I guess yeah, I, I, I don't didn't know think what so. the hell I would do with it. I, I don't, you know. Well, anyways, so let's do the uh, mailbag here. i got a quick story to tell. I don't think we're going to get to any of the topics, which sucks because Yeah, we did. Man, this is, this is almost a topic. show. Do you have show. to fly right out of here right at the end of the show? Um, I mean, the party's going to go. It's going to go on for a while. So I probably don't have to, but okay. maybe only like 10 minutes or so. Okay, so then we're not going to go long tonight. So, okay. all right. The post office delivered your hate mail to the house again. Anything worth looking at? No, just the usual death threats, letter bombs, and human feces. Yep. Death! The yeah, but I forgot. You can't mix it. Yeah, you, you, you can't mix it. Anything worth looking cards. at? No, just the usual death threats, letter bombs, and human feces. You always make it sound worse than it is. How do you know it's human feces? Yes, I'm going to the Black <laughs> Panther Party. No, no. Well, uh, what it is is uh, if, if you remember my story about when I hurt my back at the wedding. Places to go, people to piss off. <laughs> the, uh, the the best man, uh, he's a friend of mine too. His name's Bob. Uh, his birthday is the day right before mine. Racist and, of And his wife is throwing a party tonight. And when he found out that my birthday is the day after his, he said, well, come on over. We'll celebrate together. So that's, that's the party I'm going to. Notice I did not invite you over this week to celebrate with me. Yes, I noticed that. Yeah. So. All right. This is from None Left. Uh, okay, I, I, I just want to make sure this is actually for me to give out. Okay, hail the wondrous emperor. I will speak into your sidekick in the break. Uh, and for the marathon show, I shall cut some of the best bits from the archives to help you draw it to the 12-hour mark, 12-hour, one minute. If the listeners have any bits that they want in, and this, I guess, any bit, anything we've done, any comment, any, you know, yeah, whatever. Any story. I, I can think of a few things off the top of my head that I would like to see. Email them to me, and I will hunt around for them. Hopefully, I will get some direction from the listeners this time. I'm thinking segments like The Meltdown, Best of This or That, The Renaming of Bazlil, I mean, Master Queef. The email, people will use it, is nunleftrep, N-U-N, 
L-E-F-T-R-E-P at gmail.com. Again, noneleftrep at gmail.com. Also, I made an error in editing. Shriggs did not ask about the mining in World of Warcraft. The Archbishop, I am sure, would ask something which would incite Emperor laughing and denying knowledge uh, about that, uh, about some ore. Right. So there's that. Okay. This is from Varyar. Hey, Imp. I've been thinking about it, and it's entirely up to you. Uh, really? Okay. It's so up to you whether you want to build it on Saturday or if you want to be put together this week. Mainly, I was thinking, well, I'm going to tell me quickly. If you want to have it ready for next week's show, it would probably be best to get it done earlier. You have time to make sure everything is good for you. Let me know. It's up to you. Well, okay, I, I was going to try and, and, like, overnight this shit or get it here quickly. Because it's, like it's like two days for shipping. So I've ordered it tonight. I could probably have it here Tuesday and have it built. All right. The thing of it is... Varyar's got a life. He's in college. He's got a I job. Saw, yeah, yeah, because yeah, he's he's a uh, former Marine. He's retired now. Did two? I think he did two tours in Iraq. Two tours. How old is he? Uh, twenty three, twenty four. Oh, okay. No, two no, tours. Got, and he's no, 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 no. He's got to be older than that. I was going to say, geez, twenty five, twenty six. Okay. Yeah, because he did two tours in Iraq. Uh, he was in, I think it was at Fallujah um, during the wow. uh, offensive. But oh yeah, great guy knows his stuff, and he's going to college on the GI Bill, and he's got a job and everything else. And what's he going to college for? Uh, he's going, I believe, he's in for political science. Uh-huh. So oh yeah, you two will get along. So that real is well. why you were talking. Okay, I see. All right, Highlander. This is from uh, Miss Ashley Highlander. Here's what I look like. Last show, you seemed to be upset because I insulted you. Oh, that's the uh, yes. the girl that said it was ugly because she put yes. my picture in the yeah. Oh, sorry, dude. You can't turn around and call her ugly back because that won't fly. Nah, I can't do that. Yeah, that's, she's. That's Really? So, Ashley, how old are you? Uh, <clears throat> moving on. How's that ring on your finger doing? Uh, notice I don't have it on. <laughs> Wink! So, there you go. And apparently I've got to confirm Winora. My, my. Uh, uh, don't. There you well, go. And, well, Another. Well, well there we go. Man. So, there you go. USN, there you I, go. You are confirmed. I guess it does happen in the Navy. <laughs> <laughs> Good shit. <laughs> Hail Emperor, greetings from the north. Uh, this is from Zero. Uh, greetings from the north, long-time listener, first-time writer. Just writing to say happy belated birthday and happy early birthday to Highlander or whenever it is yours is the only one that matters anyway. Oh, thank you. Wow. And I'm looking forward to the live streams from the War Room. A question for this or that. Would you rather go three rounds with Chuck Norris and get paid $10 million for it or be legally allowed to kill Jack Thompson? Ooh. Uh, as much as I would Ooh. enjoy killing Jack Thompson, Jack Thompson pretty much has been relegated to kook and weirdo. He's been disbarred. Yeah, he's been disbarred. And let's be honest, $10 million is $10 million. Uh, I could certainly live with my lumps and uh, spending a week or two when I'm in, the, in the hospital if it means I get $10 million bucks. Chuck so Norris go is getting Chuck up Norris. there in, in years. So I think I could probably run I, around and keep away from him. I, I think he's 70 now. Yeah. He's, he's getting up. There. I would take the $10 million and then contract out to have Jack Thompson killed. <laughs> there you go. Shouldn't cost a whole lot. There you go. I'm just going Craigslist. P.S. I would have helped with the new computer, but have to save what I can for the wedding and honeymoons this summer. Also going to get a shout out for my birthday on Tuesday. I turned 22. Long time fans, zero. So happy birthday and congratulations on the wedding, my man. Wow. Enjoy it. I've enjoyed mine so far. Knock, knock. Uh, so far. Okay, this is, and we got this one. We got this one. Hang on. Continuing on. Uh, <clears throat> here we go. Nope. Okay, that no, one. that's another that's another PayPal, which I'm glad to see. I have to update the thank you thread. Master Queef, of course, emails in a book like he does every week. Hail, mighty magic man, ruler of the seven seas, lord of the states, king of the birds of the air, and all creatures alike. 
and high to Highlander as well. I've been playing my older systems more and more, and I find almost all of the older games, even the bad ones, more fun, much more challenging, and overall satisfaction of beating games that I have beaten hundreds of times over. My library allows me to borrow Xbox games from week to week. I have never been a, uh, a console fan. See, uh, okay, different console fan, but I have always enjoyed the type of games 360 allows me to play without having a supercomputer to run games. Good point. Lately, the games I've been checking out have been older titles such as Bioshock, Banjo and Kazooie, Gears of War. Yeah, those all, are solid, all, all solid <clears throat> games. Yeah. Yes. Comparing the games of uh, of the you get, comparing the games of the generation to my generation makes me very sad. The games that are out there are extremely short, very easy, and seem to have an overall persona of we just threw this together. All right. Well, to your point, and to be fair, uh, Master Queef, those games are not that old. Those are part of the current generation. I don't think. Bioshock and Gears of War, I don't think, are more than three years old. I don't know. Three, four years old. I mean, Gears of War might be four years old, maybe 2007, 2008. They're not that old. Yeah. yeah, I would say they're part of the current generation. See, when I think of old school, I'm thinking PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, maybe. For me, old school is Super Nintendo, NES. for, For me, old school is PlayStation and earlier. Right. PS2 is still, I mean, there's still some really good games. Graphics aren't too bad. You know, perhaps when the when the PlayStation Four comes out, whenever that's going to be, you know, who knows? Maybe I'll think PlayStation Two is old school, but for right now, it's it's kind of a tweener. Okay, bio i DVD dual link mail to HDMI female dad. I, okay, I I believe I'm going to bookmark this thing too. I God, these guys are just awesome tonight. I'm finding all kinds of shit that I'm looking for. You guys are fantastic. Continuing on, my point of all this is that if a company is going to get a very good story-driven game, why would you sacrifice the other important aspects of the game? Honestly, if most companies would stop and think about it, we have to get all this out before Christmas, most games would be like they used to be. I wish I had the resource to gather all the game companies together and talk to them about a good game, what a good game really is. I just had a flashback of the movie The Warriors, like gathering all the gangs. Like, <laughs> can you dig it? Uh, Where is it? Yes, I can. Where Actually, is got- it? Damn it! I wish I had a search engine for my f- stupid thing. You just got to remember where they are. Oh, I can't because we. How often do we actually use this shit? Not very. I know. Uh, well, it's in there somewhere. All right. And I'm gonna look for it. And I'm gonna put everything on hold until I find it. God damn it! That used to be your post game. Yes. If I remember correctly, I, I think you played it at the very end, didn't you? Uh. I thought so. There it is. Can you dig it? Yeah. Can you dig it? Yeah. Anyways, sorry for the long read, but this issue has been bugging me for a while. Thank you for all you do in the community and keep up the great show from Master Queef. I believe Master Queef sent from my phone. Yeah, that's a hell of a thing. Uh, to type all that in. Well, Varyer just wrote a friggin' paragraph on his and said Right, well, in. his was a lot shorter. Yeah. Well, I've, for starters, if you're saying that uh, you'd like all the gamers, you know, developers to come together and talk about that, we actually already... Discuss that. It's yes. the game developers. We've done conference. that actually a couple times. Yeah, we've done that a couple times. Um, um, like, um, <clears throat> all I would say is that I don't doubt that there are some older games that are spectacularly good. Uh, for me, like I, I've said many times, it's not so much about the graphics or the controls or anything, but about the story. And if it's a good story, then I'm willing to forgive you know lesser graphics or you know lesser controls. Uh, now, obviously, story doesn't apply to every single game. You know, there are some games that are really not much of a story. But in in those instances, if it's a challenging game, then you know I can forgive other aspects like you know, right. story or poor graphics or something like that. Uh, damn, I was going to go with this. I don't know. 
<laughs> I don't know where you were going. Oh. Oh, Tavariar. I, I'm assuming he's listening. I thought he worked till 8 o'clock, so he's probably off. Tavariar, who's I'm hopefully listening, uh, if you build it earlier in the week, does that mean you're copping out for the show on Saturday? Because you're off on Saturday. I would assume you were going to sit in on the show. It's kind of it's always fun to get a third party in here to get a different mm-hmm. perspective. And uh, I'd like to get him in. I'd like to get to Baron, but he's always working on Saturdays. Both these guys are working on Saturdays. All right, continuing. Uh, Dear Emp, in short, do you think games can be art? Yes. Yes. The end. You know, in, in long, this topic has probably been beaten to death again and again, and it has, but I don't remember you guys discussing it. Really? What? Really? Which show? We, this has been like a topic three or four times. Like three or four weeks in a row. Like ever, ever since uh, Roger Ebert said games you aren't are art. Yes. We've been, it's been a, yeah, yeah, been push mentioning topic. Last week's show mentioned an actual exposition being hosted, so I thought this would be a good time to bring it up again. I'm a bachelor of film student, uh, film studies student, and I get thrown to death Death. with theories about art like the Russian formalist theory of Austrianini. Pronounced Fuck that. That's what I say in English. And all kinds of discussions from the age of early cinema question this new medium's potential for art. And lately I've been trying to see how these theories can be linked to gaming. I'm just going to skip all the rest of it because it's a, it's a very good paragraph. It just goes on. Yeah, it, it if, looks like there's some well thought. If I were to name a truly artful game off the top of my head, I'd come up with Deuce X and Stalker Call of Pripyat. I've never played it. Uh, I've never played either. Never even heard of it. The former because of how expertly it makes use of the possibilities of gaming narratives along with the expert game design and music. The latter because of my, in my opinion, it offers the most immersive atmosphere ever created as the only game where I've ever felt threatened by its challenges, though admittedly, the story kind of sucked. Happy to the supply... To, Happy to supply the walls of text. Onin. Uh, if I were to name a truly artful game, I would go with Shadow of the Colossus. I know I sound right. like a broken record, but it, it really streamlined everything. Like it, It's one of those games where you could see how if someone else tried to play the game, they would add a bunch of stuff to it. and They would add creatures and leveling up, and you have to get new swords and all that kind of thing. Kind of like what David Cage is talking about. I, I hate to bring that up. But Shadow of the Colossus, it's very streamlined. It's a simple story. But you can still get into it. The, the the gameplay is simple, but it's it's still challenging, and uh, the the music is spectacular. And for for PS2, the uh, the graphics aren't too bad. All right, so let's see if I have anything more for the mailbag. A good one this week. I always like it when we hear from the listeners. I, I love it when they sure. they feedback email is always appreciated. It's not just feedback, just questions and, and comments that you know have to do with the show. I, uh-huh. That kind of thing always intrigues me. And I, I like hearing from. Hang on, virus is now still in for the show. We're closing now, so I'm listening through my phone. Nice. Now that is fucking hardcore. That's man. nice. Well, you're he, at work. That's how boss is that. You're that's at work. Sweet. Like I can't like at my goddamn store. I'm listening to the radio. Fuck you. Do it yourself. <laughs> I like that. I know exactly where he's working too. And of course, if I had said that. To my old boss, his old man, he would have beat the hell out of me. <laughs> so, uh, Majif just sent me one along saying about the, remind me about the commissioner. He's maybe commissioner of the Fantasy Baseball League. I highly encourage you people, yes. please, to join because it would be fantastic. It, it's a lot of fun and competition's always good for the soul. And, of course, lots of uh, trash talking. Okay, this is from Digit. You might have been spammed this 8 million times, but just in case you haven't, here is something made of awesome. Okay, so you might have been spammed this array, but how is this for video game awards that do it right? This is the Game Choice Awards. Uh, these are the winners. For, this is yay for the GDC spammingly. Digit. Uh, this is for the Game Developers Choice Awards, where they actually kind of, it's like uh, the Stag or, uh, SAG Awards. Yeah, kind of it's kind of like that, yeah. And this I thought was pretty well done. I actually watched it. I had not actually seen this. Uh-huh. But this was more professional, more... Not necessarily a tux and dress type of thing, but it was coming from people that were in the know, 
who are familiar with the you know with the work themselves. Right. It's based with people with credibility giving other people with credibility awards. And I always like yes, that. yes. So uh, this one was sent by Porta, which is a image. I don't know from Fortune. Oh, Remember, look at all that! The idea is to name as many people as you can from this list. Like here's Gandhi, and there's I think it's Bruce Lee. And yeah, just, I see Karl Marx right in the middle. I had to put that in there. There's Mike right Tyson. next to Friedrich Nietzsche. There's Abraham Lincoln and Mao next to each other. There's uh, what the hell is his name? That's uh, oh, good, uh, uh, Yasser Arafat. Thank you. There I am <laughs> next to Genghis Khan. Is is that Genghis Khan or is There's that Humphrey Bogart or is that uh, Attila the Hun? Attila the Hun was a midget. So that well, well, he's on a horse. How do we know Attila? Uh, oh, you can see this by looking at him. He's clearly taller than a midget. So no, I would say that's Genghis Khan. Okay. So that was kind of interesting. I actually kind of looked at that and I was, you know, looking at those and trying to figure out: Do I know more people from pop culture or more people from history? Some of them I really didn't, you know, recognize. But uh-huh. anyways, uh, this was from Martyrdom. Seeing as how you've enjoyed Magica. Figured I'd drop you a link to check it out to know if you've seen the released trailer for it yet. So here's Magic of Vietnam. <laughs> Magic of Vietnam. <laughs> yes. It. <laughs> so here's the trailer. It's about a minute long. It's, okay, it's all old and scratchy like they filmed it at Vietnam. Of course, they're not going to hear it, though. We're just right. going to be... I, the hell do I care about them? No shit. Wow, that's, that's pretty funny. It, it is... <laughs> It, it is Magicka, and uh, there's a guy who created a song, The uh, Bird is the Word, only singing Mama Magicka. It's of these wizards attacking a bunch of VC in the jungle. Yes, there were helicopters. It looks like they're attacking the Viet Cong. It's very funny. These, we, I tell you what, I'm, when, once we get the phones working, and I'm going to talk to Noah about this, and we get the computer done this week, I swear to God I will. I want to interview these guys. I hope the hell they speak English. These people are three kinds of awesome. That is pretty funny. I don't know if they're monsters or if they're VC, but they got machine guns and grenades and right. Well, I'm sure they're not actually machine guns. That was an airstrike. <laughs> it has naped them. I, <laughs> I, I, I kind of like Magica. I definitely like it now. I mean, you could nape a bunch of goblins. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right, so I think everything else I've got here is yeah. just all payments from people from um, last week. Let me Man, make sure. That's a ton. I don't. I want to make sure I'm not missing anybody's. No, comment. I no, it looks like we're good. Everything. Everybody's uh, caught up. Yeah, crazy. So Ashley Summers, uh, still waiting to find out how old you are. Where are you from? Wink. But um, <laughs> let's see. Well, I mean, of all the female listeners we've got, I mean, how many have actually emailed in a picture of themselves? This is very true. Uh, two, I think. You mean there's been one more than because, one? Well, I know Smurfette. Oh, uh, okay. So her, I mean, we've got, what, Digit and all these other chicks that listen, but they never send in pictures. So Total Biscuit will be heading to Sweden to talk. You know, fuck Total Biscuit. Every time I got an ID, he's already done it, or he's going to do it, or he's got a video of it. Tell him from it, fuck you. Hope you break your leg. And I hope you freaking teeth fall out, you limey bastard. I'll have to turn in for the interview, though. Yeah, you'll have to. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to send TV a couple questions to ask him. But, yes, uh, the guys behind Magic are Swedish, yeah. So there's only uh, 20 minutes left in the show, sir. No shit, I still, gotta, I still have my... You got the quickening. I yeah. need to tell my story. All right, you you want to do your story, we gotta, and then we'll do the quickening. Yeah, Quickening's never as long it. as you uh, think it is. Right, I'm gonna have to hurry up with the story then because it, it's All right. it, well. I mean, I'll just make them quick. Um, there. It is. 
Beer, sit back and relax, and he'll spin you a tale. It's story time with Emperor. See, now here come all the excuses. They're just like, oh, I'm, I'm ugly. ugly. And then Dino's like, I'm, I'm X amount of years old. I don't want you to see it. Yeah, okay, you're only a few years older than Highlander and myself. Okay, well, you're more than a few. The point being, that's a bunch of bullshit. You chicks you should be sending me your pictures and demanding that I rate you on a scale of 1 to 10 like I do every other woman I see in the street. What? Don't look at me like that. You do it too. No, I, I don't rate them. Yes, you do. I, I so rate them against uh, movie stars. <laughs> okay. And see if they're good enough. All right. Anyways. So, okay. Two quick stories. One, I got in the mail today. Okay. Kind of laughed. Uh, the quick one. Um, I got a credit card. Uh, come on. A credit card o- offer for my company. Okay. Which I forgot that I have. Actually, I forgot I incorporated it so I could copyright the name. Mm-hmm. But I, I got a, a nice uh, um, letter addressed to Clan Imperial Guard Incorporated. About a come on for my business and how it can do all these things for me for MasterCard. And I, I thought it was kind of funny. I was going to tell Miriam and show her, but she left early. Anyways, the second one was I, I was talking to uh, Legal Tender earlier in the week. We were at lunch and we were bullshitting about games. I, I remember the story about Ultima Online. It's one that was kind of it was an awesome story, and I, I completely forgot about it. And I, it, it kills me that I, that I didn't think of this one. All the cool things I did back in that game. Well, we had a guy in the clan named Shep Rock uh, who tamed dragons for a living, basically, mm-hmm. in-game. Right. He would tame all these different uh, monsters and then would sell them to people for you know ungodly amounts of money. Because using the clan, obviously, we got ours for like, nothing for free. Sure. So we would take dragons in the battle, and then we'd unleash them on people. Well, I thought it was kind of funny, and this was about the time where we got started getting banned, or not banned, but temporary banned for using the idiot bug, where we were exploiting people's stupidity for our own financial gain. So, much the same way, I decided a loop around uh, to do this. What I would do is I would get a dragon from him, and most people would name their pets. You could always tell if it was like a wild animal or if it was a pet, because the name would appear blue, which is innocent. Or if it was a, uh, a wild creature, it would be gray, which means neutral. Anybody can attack it. The other thing is two people would change the name, because when you get a pet, you can change the name. Sure. So, I would get one, and I'd walk into like Vesper Bank or Britain Bank. And I wouldn't change the name. It would just say a dragon. And people wouldn't pay attention. I'd, I'd have it, and I'd tell it to attack. I'd say a dragon, attack, and then i click on myself. So it starts attacking me. I would run through Britain Bank with it chasing me, saying, help, help, somebody help me. This thing's followed me in here. <laughs> so the next thing you know, people come running to help me, and they start attacking this thing. Well, it's not doing anything wrong. It's attacking its owner. And a lot of people will do it to spar to get their skill up. Mm-hmm. The problem is it's an innocent because it's a pet of an innocent. As soon as they attack it, they flag themselves a criminal. There's guard whacking going left and right. <laughs> I had, I'm going over there, and it's right in front of the bank, because I would do it at the bank. I'd open up my bank account, and I'm looting these damn corpses as fast as I can, tossing my bank. People are calling me, you asshole, you dick. Oh, you fucking asshole. And they're, starting, they're now realizing that I've been, I just scammed them. <laughs> and I would do this like once a week at a different bank every time. And Vesper and Britain were the two ones that were always populated with people. After about a month, people start figuring it out, and other people try doing different things. Uh-huh. You know, this bear's attacking me, or, you know, this, that, or the other. But it was hysterical, and it worked. I, I got probably a million gold in game at the time, which was an astronomical amount. I bought my first uh, tower with that money. It was, oh, it was great. I just run around like, it's attacking me, help! <laughs> it did backfire once, however. Did it really? Yes, yeah, so about three weeks into it, when, when people stopped, you know, actually paying attention, they wouldn't attack it anymore. Uh, dragons are particularly powerful. Yes, they uh, are. And, and I am not. So it actually killed me in oh. the bank one time. Ouch. And I didn't get back from the healer fast enough, so my corpse got looted. 
Luckily, I didn't have a whole lot on me, but the fact is I still lost what I had. That's so kind of funny. Yeah. Oh, it was great, though. And that was my story. <laughs> so there you go. A good story. So are we trying to... Amp, do you want to date my sister? Yeah, no. Can no. we rate you? Dina, you can rate me right now. Uh, I said rate, not rape. My picture is on the Facebook, the Empress Court Facebook, and yeah. it has been yeah. for so over a year. So Mine's yes, been out there too. Absolutely, Dina. Feel free to rate me. However, you must play fair. If you get to see my picture, I must see yours, and I will rate you as well. Either privately or publicly, your choice. But yes, absolutely. Feel free. I'm a perfect 10. Anything less than you're a goddamn liar. All right. So, there are, there are no perfect 10s in the world. We have 15 minutes. Quickening doesn't take that much. We can hit yeah. a couple more. Minecraft's creator says piracy and theft aren't the same. Liar. This is from Kotaku. Uh, generally, those who create monster indie games don't follow up by spouting well corporate attitudes about their games when in public. So the fact that Marcus Notch Person has a more liberal view of piracy issue isn't that surprising, but he does have strong words for it. Piracy is not theft, he told the Indie Games Summit at GDC yesterday, according to Edge. Quote, if you steal a car, the original is lost. If you copy a game, there are simply more of them in the world. How to combat piracy? Quote, make a game last longer than a week, person said. You can't pirate an online account. Is a bad review a lost sale? What about a missed ship date, he asked. Food for thought. Interesting take on it. That's, that's an that's interesting kind of take a, on yeah. it, I guess. I, I, I guess if you're not worried about money, and you're more concerned about getting your product out to as many people as possible, then from that perspective, I can see how you wouldn't care about piracy at right. all. Right. Because more people would have your game. But I, I understand this point, and I think a lot of companies are going to this now, where it's more CD key-based, mm-hmm. which, I mean, you can always get a CD key, CD key generator. But, again, that's a, one of the reasons why a lot of these companies want you to have to be online when you play the game, because they right. can monitor it, right. you know? Uh, real quick, this is from Geek.com. Apparently, Charlie Sheen, like you mentioned earlier, is the fastest. He has the Guinness Book of World Records for the fastest Twitter followers. One million in, what, 24 hours? I think it was like 25. I should probably say in here. I think it was like 25. Yeah, there we go. 25 right hours, about, 17 minutes. Yeah, right there. As of this writing, Charlie Sheen has 1.2 million followers and had almost 200,000 followers before he even sent his first tweet. His ability to get a million followers so quickly has, it was no doubt propelled by the official heads from Twitter itself. The account was almost instantly verified thanks to Sheen's decision to broker the creation of his account through internet startup Ad Lee. Congratulations to Sheen. I guess celebrities tend to be popular on Twitter, but it's the ones who are melting down like Lindsay Lohan, Kanye West, who really rack up the followers thanks to the powers of morbid fascination. This is absolutely true. Everyone loves a train wreck. Sure. Absolutely. The thing of it is, he's got 1.2 million followers now. Much like Madonna, he has to keep acting crazy for anybody to give a damn what That's he does. the thing, yeah. So we'll see what happens, but... Uh... Do you know that, um, what's that bitch with the fat ass, the, the one that doesn't actually have any kind of talent, uh, Kim Kardashian, okay. gets $10,000 a tweet. Really? Yes. Man, that's crazy. Product placement. And in fact, I think oh, the majority of the tweets she does, she doesn't actually write. She has her publicist. Wouldn't do. surprise me. Would not surprise but, uh, me. But somebody, I don't know if this is true or not, but I heard somebody actually hacked her Twitter account uh, last week and put a couple of pokes, or, uh, a couple of posts up there like... Um, I'm filling out my taxes. Can anybody tell me what my occupation is? Occupation is? Or, <laughs> I thought it was kind of funny. That is kind of funny. Steam Guard prevents your digital games from being stolen. I wasn't aware people were trying to steal my uh, games. This is from see. one up. The most common support issues Valve deals with involving account phishing and hijacking. Is that a sentence? 
For a service where some people own hundreds of games, maintaining account security is of critical importance. And that's why Valve has today introduced Steam Guard, a new secondary authentication method to ensure customers don't lose control of their Steam accounts. By enabling Steam Guard, users can tie their Steam account to a specific computer. This will prevent anyone on a different computer from changing any of the account's settings. If a would-be thief tries to modify something or log into the account from somewhere else, the account owner will be notified. The announcement says Steam Guard will use the Intel Identity Protection Technology. It's, quote, an encrypted hardware-based feature available with the new second-generation Intel Core and Intel Core vPro processors. IPT generates a new numerical password every 30 seconds, integrating the processor's functionality that previously required a separate card or key fob. Account phishing and hijacking are our number one support issues, says Valve President Gabe Newell. With Intel's IPT and Steam Guard, we've taken a big step toward giving customers the account security they need as they purchase more and more digital goods. Yeah. Well, I mean, people do have their Steam accounts hacked, so I guess that's right. not, you know, out of the realm of impossibility. I understand why they're doing it, so I guess that's a good thing. As long as it doesn't uh, interfere with your games or you know anything like that. Wow, here's a guy's name I have not heard in a yeah, long you know, time. Yeah, I saw this too, but I didn't know if we wanted to talk about it. The Escapist magazine has this one. John Romero goes casual updated. Doom co-creator John Romero says his years of making games for the hardcore crowd are over. Really? When was the last time you made anything that anybody gave a shit about? Wolfenstein? <laughs> Anyways, continue. Katana? <laughs> I said gave a shit about. <laughs> right. And what he wants to do is teach the rest of the world how to play games. There are too many names in the video game industry more synonymous with hardcore gaming than John Romero. This is the man who co-created Doom and Quake, which is the only reason why I even read his name is because of Quake, revolutionizing online gaming in the process, and then made his legend even greater, although perhaps not quite in the way he would have liked with the Ion Storm Daikatana debacle, which indirectly gave us the mind-blowing Deuce X. This is true. But in recent years, he's immersed himself in the casual market, and that's where he plans to stay. We have satisfied, quote, we have satisfied hardcore gamers for decades. Now it's time for the rest of the world. Romero recently told Venture Beat, our opportunity is to teach the rest of the world how to play games. Romero's latest company is called Loot Drop, an operation that also includes fellow ID, I'm id. sorry, id, sorry, because I, I forget it's not capitalized right. in this case. Fellow id alumnus and frequent Romero collaborator Tom Hall, veteran game designer Brenda Bratwall, and SirTech co-founder Robert Sir, SirTech. I guess that makes sense. Yes. I've had a chance to work with John several times. I jump in the chance to do it again. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. Apparently, his most recent game was Ravenwood Fair, developed for LOL apps and released in October. It was a big hit, drawing 11 million monthly average users and firing up his interest in the market. He said he wants to put out four new loot drop games for 2011. Update. Romero may be in the casual zone now, but he made it very clear on Twitter that he's not closing the door on guns and guts. In a reference to a Eurogamer headline that said he was done with hardcore games, he wrote, quote, I'm not done making hardcore games. Hardcore games. Eurogamer. So there you go. Can Daikatana 2 be far behind? One can only hope. <laughs> Shit. All right. Time for the quick innings. We're running okay. out of time. Uh, <clears throat> Here we are. Born to be kings, we're the princes of the universe. Greetings, Highlander. You call? You have the manners of a goat. He must know you. <clears throat> Maybe he does. He is Sean Connery. God, Sean Connery knows all. God to all men. Shock all right. <laughs>
If you have a question that you would like me to answer in the quickening, please email me at Highlander1G at gmail.com. Here we go. Now, this first question, I know we were talking about Shogun 2. Just like last week, life imitates the show. I did not make this question up. Okay. Question across all Total War games, which race would you deem superior? Come on, this is too easy. It's the Americans at Empire Total War. Why? Because it's America, which we all know wins every war it gets into, except for Vietnam or Iraq. Or which we won. Uh, I, I will draw a point. We, we won Iraq. We and won Iraq? Yes, we did. And uh, what was the we're, we're still condition? winning Afghanistan. Uh, the fact that they have their own free country and most of our guys came home. Okay. And Fair we're not enough. fighting anybody there. And Afghanistan, we're, we're winning. So Vietnam, I'll give you. Okay. But... Yeah, go ahead. Almost, uh, now, this one has a little bit of a follow-up. So I put the paragraph in here. Almost a year ago, you asked us to answer some questions for you in a reverse quickening. Myself and many others answered those questions to the best of our ability, but I know deep down that we were wrong. Please, for the love of God, Cthulhu, Emperor, or whatever deity you believe in, answer these questions. The world has survived long enough for the lies. We need the truth. So if you recall, it was about a year ago, I uh, came up with five questions. For you to answer in a reverse quickening. So what this guy did is basically ask me those five questions. So here we go. The year of the questions. Question, where in the world is Carmen Sandiego? Well, she's a woman, so the answer is easy. She's barefoot and pregnant in the kitchen, making me a sandwich. She's Waldo's bitch. That's right. Question, if love is blind, why is lingerie so popular? Because some men love the package and other men like the wrapping. Myself, I love to see the wrapping crumpled up on my bedroom floor underneath my package. <laughs> nice. Question, do vampires get AIDS? Of course they do. You're telling me that Twilight isn't the gayest movie you've ever seen? That's why they sparkle, you know. It's the AIDS. It sparkles. It's also why so many black people in Africa have AIDS, so they can sparkle, and you don't run them over at night. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Question, where do flamingos come from? Where do flamingos come from? The long answer would be too complicated, so I'll give you the short version. Take a stork and fuck it with a candy cane. Result, flamingo. Too graphic? Too bad, you asked. Question, why is, insert your country here, the best country in the world? I'm about to <laughs> All right. All right, Australia, this one's for you. America is the fattest nation on earth. With the average American male weighing 700 pounds and the average American female weighing three tons. Due to Americans coming to realize that no one else in the world likes them, causing their self-esteem to plummet and their eating and weight to rise. <laughs> America loves to go to war, especially with countries with a lot of brown people in them. So if you have brown people in your country, America is coming to a town near you. Unfortunately, while America loves war and kicks ass in the beginning, they often seem to get bogged down by the local populations, what with their superior rocks and pitchforks. This is because America doesn't have the balls to attack any real countries. Germany doesn't count. Neither does Japan or Great Britain or China or Korea. Typical American names include Jim Bob, Mary Sue, Shaniqua, <laughs> Bubba, and Oprah Winfrey. Americans are famous for stealing other parts of countries' culture and pretending it was their own. Examples include the English language, burritos, French toast, automobiles, and pretending you're Irish because your great-great-great a lot of greats. Grandfather was from Ireland, which is like saying you're really a fish because you swam in the ocean one time. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Says the guy who's just as happy to be Scottish. That's right. Same thing goes. Question. Got a light? No, but this guy does. All right, play the MP3. 
Fight fire with fire. Say the word. You got my attention. Fueled up. Ready to fry. I'm not just some flash in the pants, you know. Death! Slow down. Where's the fire? Never mind. How do you want your Zerg? Original or extra crispy? Where there's smoke, there's me. Burninating the countryside. I'm always hot and bothered. I'm gonna flip you over and make sure you're done on the other side. We're grilling and killing. Zerg, they plump when you cook them. Stop, drop, and roll. <laughs> Always makes me laugh. Stop, drop, and die. <sighs> Turns out I hate the smell of napalm in the morning. Pork fat rules. Mmm, let's get cooking. Well done. Smoking. Let's do this. Barbecue time. Scorched earth. Smells like victory. Flame on. Let's burn. It's about damn time. Ashes to ashes. Fired up. Cremate them. They do not know who they are fucking with. Into the pillbox. Out of the frying pan. Beam me up already. My goose is getting cooked. Okay. Yes, that's every single quote from the StarCraft II Firebat. There's actually someone on YouTube who has every single quote from every single character. So basically what I did is I just ripped the audio from the YouTube video. There you go. How about that, huh? All right, here we go. Question. <clears throat> if Peter Piper can pick a pack of pickled peppers and everyone wants to know how much wood a woodchuck chuck can chuck, then why does no one care that Jimmy cracks corn? Simple. The Jimmy Crack Corn song, also known by its real title, Blue Tail Fly, is actually, no joke, a minstrel song from the 1840s about a slave upset that his master died. He follows his master, who's on a horse, with a broom to shoo away the blue tail fly so it won't bite his master's horse and throw him off. It is one of the first examples, and probably the first example in song, of just how lazy black people oh, are. Shit. I mean, the darkie was worthless! <laughs> If you can't even swat a fly, how are you supposed to do the important things in your life, like holding open doors for rich white people? Wait, that's redundant. I meant white people. <laughs> Don't encourage. <clears throat> On that same track, question, what are the common characteristics shared by chicken wings and watermelons yeah, that this makes one. them so attractive to black people? Oh, I'll do the... Uh, I'll okay, let's go ahead. Well, I've already beaten up on black people in this quickening, so why stop now? Chicken and watermelon are just one of those magical combinations that go together perfectly with no known reason, like peanut butter and jelly, chocolate and bacon, and NBA players and hookers. Archaeologists have discovered African cave drawings of black people feeding chicken and watermelon to their pet baboons. While other archaeologists think they aren't baboons, they're the black people's children. One of these days, people aren't going to realize you're a liberal douchebag, and they're going to shoot you. <laughs> and I'm going to laugh. Question, can a fetus testify in court? It depends on if it's an aborted fetus. God. Because, of course, if it's in the belly, it can't talk. Neither can an aborted fetus, mind you, but dead babies are funnier. For example, how do you make a dead baby float? Two scoops vanilla, two scoops dead baby. <laughs> how long does it take to paint a room with dead babies? Depends on how hard you throw them. <laughs> 
so sick. You're a twisted individual. <laughs> what goes plop, plop, fizz, fizz? Two dead babies in an acid bath. What's the difference between a truck full of bowling balls and a truck full of dead babies? You can't unload bowling balls with a pitchfork. And finally, what's funnier than a dead baby? A dead baby in a clown suit. God damn. Let's see. Last question of the quickening question. Nice weather, isn't it? I didn't notice. I was too busy banging your mother like a drum all night. You know, she's like a shotgun, your mom. Two cocks and she's ready to blow. If you have a question you would like me to answer on the quickening, please email me. Highlander1g at gmail.com. So I just <laughs> try to figure out how many people we just pissed off and we'll never listen again after that. Jeez. <laughs> you and Seth MacFarlane uh, need to get together. <laughs> me and who? Seth MacFarlane. Oh. Uh. <laughs> Actually, that's exactly what I was thinking here. The prom light dumpster baby. Actually made a song. Oh yeah, it. prom night dumpster baby. That's right. Mm. I remember that. Well, I'm still waiting to see if I get uh, pictures from Digit and Dina and the rest <laughs> to see since we're going to rate each other. But of course, I haven't. So, sorry, folks. Stop messaging. It probably ain't going to happen. Oh, martyrdom. That's a good one too. Yeah, I, I got a bunch of those from a website. I saw the one on there too. What's worse, seven uh, dead babies nailed to one tree, or one dead baby nailed to seven trees? Uh. This is, look, it's the candy. This is the first time I think I've ever been less speechless after quitting. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> uh, mission accomplished. <laughs> See, Ona's like, can I have my money back now? No, you donated to me, not to him. No, there was no Highlander fund. I told you, I washed my hands with this. You people egg him on. You send these questions, you know what's going to happen. I don't want to hear, oh, I didn't know what he was going to say. Bullshit, you know exactly what oh, he was exactly. going to say. If, if you're asking me a question about chicken wings and watermelon. Where do you think I'm going to go with Although I, I've never understood where that particular racist thing came from. You know, I don't know. And I don't funny get that thing, stereotype at all. The funny thing is that it's only in America. It, it's only an American thing. It's not Australian or English or so Europe or anything. Didn't it was so only Yeah, because remember, I showed you that KFC commercial. I was going to say, yeah, the reason why yeah. I know this is because there was a KFC commercial in Australia. And maybe none left. You've seen it before. I don't know. But it's, I guess the, uh, the rugby championships are happening in Australia. I think it was rugby. But it was uh, the Australian guy sitting in the stands, and he's surrounded by black people. They're from the, the West Indies. I think there's like a West Indies team or something like that. And they're all play- they're like playing drums, and they're chanting, and they're singing and everything because they're excited. And the Australian guy, he's the, he's the lone white guy. He's sitting there in the stands by himself going, <sighs> you know, because he, he's just trying to watch the game, I guess, or he doesn't like what's going on. So what he does is he brings out a bucket of Kentucky Fried Chicken. And suddenly all the black people in the stands shut up because they're eating chicken. And then he looks right at the camera and he says, too easy. And, and, that's, and then they go into the, you can get an eight piece, blah, blah, blah. But that's the right. commercial. And it's not considered racist over there for that. Well, and what, the reason why was I, I saw news programs done out of here in America because everyone in America was up and on. Like, that's, man, that's really racist. You right. can't have a commercial like that. Right. But. Everyone would say, well, you know, in Australia, black people and chicken, it's not a big deal. It's, it's not a racist thing over here. Big. So it was, it was just, it wasn't, they just happened to be black. It wasn't the fact that they were black and they liked chicken. He just wanted to shut them up, so he gave them Kentucky Fried Chicken, which, oh, okay. ev- which so, everyone loved. So they weren't singing and dancing. They were eating chicken. So the connotation from an American looking at it was, okay, this guy's a racist douche. Because, Whereas from their because point obviously is, black people love fried chicken, right. so, you know, shut them up. Whereas from them, it's more about, you know, the chicken is great. Everyone loves chicken. So give them the chicken, and then you can sit down and watch the game. Okay, so 
you were you the one who showed me the one uh, was there's it a Korean, Korean? Yeah, yeah, yeah there's yeah. a Korean one where there's a, a Korean guy and he gets stranded on some like South Seas Island or something like that and the the guys come out of the come out of the out, out of the bush and they have like a bone in their nose and it's really you know over the top and they're uh, they're black guys as well and the Korean guy's about to be I, I guess they're cannibals because he's going to put them in, in the big pot it's one of those stereotypical things where they've, they've got him tied up and they're going to drop him in the pot of boiling water and they're going to eat him I guess but he comes to the rescue by somehow procuring a bucket of Kentucky Fried Chicken. Yeah. And the natives are so enthralled with the chicken that he's able to get away and save his life Amazing. Kentucky Fried Chicken. Uh, for those who have been actually pestering me about the stupid pictures thing, I was only half joking. I'm not actually going to make them send in pictures. But just for your information, he says, I'll make a Facebook after I finish playing Age of Empires 2. So there you go. That'll take forever. And Digit says, well, if we go with Highlanders rating against movie stars, I probably rank just a little lower than John Goodman. I don't think anybody ranks this? lower than John Goodman. That's Digit. Oh, okay. So there you go. Okay, I, I would hope me. you look I, better than John you know, Goodman. I'm sorry I brought the whole thing up. I, I'm sorry I brought the thing up. Yeah. I thought I was being funny, but apparently people took it serious. <laughs> really? Yeah. You're going to give them the center picture? Are you going to post your pictures? No, I'm not posting anybody's pictures. No, no, if no they we're not going to do, do it, that. Let them do it. Stop yeah. bugging me about it. No, no, no. Christ. All right. Uh, this show is over. We've got to wrap this thing up because you've got to go to a party and I've got to yeah. break down the whole set here. <clears throat> uh, all right, the post game. Uh, so, Emperor, what did we learn tonight? Apparently, we. we le- <laughs> all right, now, now, okay. Take <laughs> take take the best of the quickening and take my most recent quickening. What right. would you? I mean, obviously, the best of quickening is the best thing. But where would you say I? Well, if you think I've, I've rarefied my? No, I'd my say it's in line with everything else. It's in line with everything else. Uh, Fair I, enough. I, 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 I think it's. Whereas you'd hit one or two gems during a quickening, now you're hitting like half or more every single time. It's, it, it's tough to have a gem every single time. Because well, some point, questions you do. are, you know. Right. But I, I learned that it depends on how hard you whip the baby at <laughs> the wall. It depends on how fast you can paint it. Boom. Uh, boy, we, we didn't do too many topics. Uh, actually, we did all the uh, Actually, uh, we... Actually, I should... All at one. I learned that uh, we could probably do an entire three-hour show without having one topic left alone. Because like we can do an entire show without taking a phone call or exactly. a phone call email. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, I learned uh, that Shogun Total War Two is a very solid. It's a maybe, folks. I, I would really wait to see what other people have to say about it first. Uh, learned that General Romero is doing casual gaming. That's hard. I learned that we've now hit the five hundred dollar mark for the Whopper Two, and uh, I'll probably get with Varyar probably next Saturday, as that's the first day he's got open to build this monster machine. And I don't know if we'll get it up in time for next week's show because we got to load a whole bunch of stuff in there to make it work. Having said that, ladies and gentlemen, um, it will probably be up for the week following uh, the St. Patrick's Day week. Let's see. What else are we looking at? Me? What was the other thing? We, we, we blew through them so fast. It was tough to remember. Okay. Well, I learned I'm getting credit card come on for my clan now, right. which is interesting. That's very funny. Although I've had it for 16 years, incorporated for 14. I've never once gotten a come on for that. I must have generated something in a you know, database. It was in my parents' house because they gave it to me, which was like, I don't know, six, seven years ago. <laughs> so it's like, okay, well, you're finally getting around to it, but you're sitting into a house that I haven't been in for years. Anyways, continuing. Uh, what was that? Oh, the uh, David Cage learned that uh, the yes. creator of Heavy Rain thinks we should chuck all the normal game-like things that we find in the game. I learned that you rate women against movie stars. It's true. I also learned that people have been able to find me the Razer Diamondback 3G mouse. Fantastic, more fact specifically, and uh, a Majif also found me one. Here's the problem, though. I've looked at it. Apparently, you cannot buy, I don't believe, 
from the Amazon UK, they will not ship to the United States. So although I want that green one, I can't get it because they won't ship in the US. Are, are you, have you tried just Amazon.com? I mean, I, I know you yes, have. Yes, I have. They only, sell they, use, they only have some used ones. Okay. So Menorah says, we learned that I gave them 100 bucks. Well, that's true. Uh, Zanet uh, says, I learned Highlander's ability to be offensive should never be interested. True. Uh, but the donors say were skeptic, fate, Lenora, and help me out here. I'm forgetting one. I'm forgetting one. I have to go back and look. Shit, I hate the fact that I forget that. Uh, Meraki learned that Charlie Sheen could be the dictator of a Middle Eastern country. Yes, he probably could. Yeah, he probably could. He definitely I, has the ego for it. I'm actually pulling up my PayPal account because I want to remember. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot the post game. It kind of died out. I actually want to find the person also donated uh, today. There's four. Oh, right. I've got Fate. I've got Lenora. I've got Skeptic. There's another one. And it just pisses me off that I can't remember off the top of my head. So hang on a second. Let me take a look here. All right. I believe that is... That's Skeptic. Okay. Well, while you're looking, it will tell you to please follow us on Facebook at Emperor's Court. And follow us on Twitter at Emperor's Court. Yes. Also, join our baseball league. Oh, Onan was the other one. Thank you. Onan, okay. So, yes, join our baseball league. The information, uh, all the details are <clears throat> uh, the uh, uh, VTW forums, VTWproductions.com, yeah. and the Emperor's Court forums. Uh, yes, uh, we biochemist wants me to remind me to thank Biological, not himself, apparently, uh, because Biomed Alchemist would never send me a solid state drive or anything for the computer for the Whopper. The guy never helps me in anything, ever. That's, that's harsh. Yeah, it's mighty hard. We also learned that the Pope in medieval World War II just excommunicates the drop of the hat. <laughs> Crazy bastard. I don't know. So, I think that's everything for the learning. Uh, you already did the Facebook. You already did that. Yeah, Thank I did you, that Thank you to all of our donors who helped us hit $500 mark in a week's time because I announced it what? Uh... Well, a couple days before last Saturday when we did the show, but we didn't get a whole lot of airplay because it was on the forums. So in one week's time, we raised $514, uh, $26 of which is going to be sent out tonight to cover shipping for an item. But <clears throat> we raised $500 for the Whopper. The parts will be ordered this evening. Wink! And we should be good to go hopefully next weekend. Uh, maybe not in time for the show, but we'll definitely be ready for it. Uh, it show following. I have to get with no mice. I keep saying it every week for the last three but either I've been busy or he's been busy. We've got to get together on this phone thing because I really want to start talking to you. Yeah, yeah. I think it'd be fun. Uh, I want to thank our sponsors, which is... Uh, Audible.com. If you sign up right now, you get a free audiobook. Audible.com. Also, Typefrag Ventral Service. We at Clan Guard also use Typefrag Ventral Service. Half for years, I heard you do the same. Um, I, I don't know if it's an official sponsor, but every time I go on the website, uh, Netflix is on I don't know if that's... They just buy ads based. Or if it's just an ad It's just like a Google, Google ad sense. Gotcha, yeah. okay. Wasn't shit. It's a bunch of shit on there, so... All right, so there you go. Um, definitely check out the home of the clan. Here, guard, clan, guard, clan1g.net. Sorry, it's got kind of... Shut up. Now that I'm actually in the house, once the war room is completed, I think it's time we uh, re-kick, uh, re-fire up the clan here and get it going, kick in the ass. Because we've kind of been laying out not doing much. There's too much coming out over the next year for us to be idle. And I know a lot of the guys have been hanging around waiting for me to make a decision on something, so let's get stuff to going, let's get some stuff together. Uh, let's see if we can't also recruit some new people, some new blood into this, and make it actually work. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, don't forget to check... Oh, thank you. also going to thank out Gnomewise for posting oh, the yes, uh, podcast yes. for us. None left, our show contributor and IRC bitch who always goes all out for the show. We appreciate it. 
Thank you, the listener, for tuning in. If it wasn't for you, we wouldn't be doing this. And, of course, thank you for the donors who got us there. I'll be adding the uh, new list, new names to the list. On the thank you thread, uh, as soon as the show is over, I'm going to watch Fred's Minecraft uh, video here because the Hulk and the Emperor crew has uh, put up a new Minecraft. Uh, this is uh, Fred's Shrakes and Zarek. Uh, let's see. Uh, shout out to Zero for his uh, upcoming wedding as well as his birthday. Congratulations. Highlander, a yes. future happy birthday to you. Thank you very much. will come before the show, doesn't it? Yes, week. it will come on Wednesday. So there you have it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, don't forget all the shows happen here on VTWProductions.com. Check it out. And I think that's it. I think that's it. Uh, is there anything else I am neglecting to mention? Because sometimes I always forget. I don't think so. No, I can't think of anything. Winning. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to have that. For, uh, if none left doesn't get it for you, I will have that for you. Oh. Master Queef has a mission. Yes, a he does. Quest a quest. To get his name back. He must get me three sealed, brand new, diamond. I'm sorry, Razor Diamondback 3G mice. He has two weeks to do it with. So then he will get his name back. Otherwise, he shall be ever known as Master Queef. Ladies and gentlemen, bad manners are better than no manners at all. Stay classy, Internet. So long, everybody. That's all we got. One goddamn hit. You can't say goddamn on the air. Don't worry, nobody's listening anyway. <laughs>